0: welcome everybody to episode one of our brand new campaign of sorcery and shenanigans i am your dungeon master wayne uh, and very shortly we're going to introduce the entire team and their characters and everything like that but first i want to go through a few little announcements a few little things about housekeeping and stuff that's happening with sorcery shenanigans yes that is what we're calling this now it's pubcast presents sorcery and shenanigans it is our new DD campaign uh, that will be available to view on our YouTube channel, the Irish Podcast YouTube channel, as well as listen to the podcast version on the Irish Podcast feed as well, where all podcasts are filmed. Um, we do have a returning sponsor in Dublin City Comics, and they will be, will be providing us with giveaway prizes um, and throughout this entire campaign. From anything to do with uh tabletop RPGs from Dungeons and Dragons to dice giveaways, all we've loads of stuff planned with him. We have a giveaway for this particular episode as well, which we will announce and talk about uh just after the break. But also we have to announce a new second sponsor. We're very excited about this. Dakota Irish have joined us. Um as a sponsor for the show for the foreseeable future. Uh, and we're all very big very much big supporters of Dakota Irish. And they have very kindly given us a discount code for the first episode, which is PubBrawl. So P-U-B-B-R-A-W-L. It's on the screen there. Pub Brawl. And you will basically get a discount on their website for any of the stuff they sell. They do everything from dices to dice sets, dice trays, dice towers. They have official D D merchandise, and uh, they've they've branched out over the last uh, six to eight months uh, with a plethora of new ranges of of products. Um. So go check them out uh, on Dakota Irish and Dakota um, uh, We will have their information appearing on the screen throughout the episode. Uh, and definitely check them out along with another sponsor obviously Dumb City Comics at I as well but Dakota Irish are a brand new sponsor and we're so happy to have them here we're big supporters of, of Dakota Irish I myself have a Dakota Irish dice tray and uh, a full collection of all of their dice sets um, that I use throughout the games so definitely worth checking them out they are fantastic anyone that knows tabletop RPG gaming in Ireland and even further afield are, are you know, know who Dakota Irish is they're a fantastic group of people so definitely go check them out so without further ado, here are the rest of the team. Uh, obviously it's myself, but we have everyone else is here. Darren, Kim, and Jill are here. Um, brand new characters, brand new campaign. Um, and we're gonna launch straight into it. So, hi, folks. Welcome to the game. <laughs>
1: I know we're, we we've been
0: we've been kind of prepping for this for a while. Um, because we wanted to make this like le- we wanted to level up with this second campaign because we were relaunching as Sorcery and Shenanigans. We wanted it to be something special. So we've got a kind of a a new layout. Now, we are doing this on Zoom, or on stream for the first episode, just for health reasons, make sure everyone's safe and healthy. But hopefully from here on in, on episode two, we will be in person in the same room together, playing the game together. So, you know, yeah, (laughs) shocking stuff. After two and a half, nearly three years of this malarkey, uh, we are planning to have from episode two onwards, we'll be in person. But for now, we thought for safety reasons we were doing this first episode just to get it out of the way because a few of us were feeling sick over the last couple of days. But we wanted to make sure we're all nice and healthy for episode 2. So, indeed, um, indeed. we're going to launch straight into this. This is episode 1 of Campaign 2 um, but rebranding a Sorcery and Shenanigans. So, without further ado, folks, if you're all ready to rock
2: yep. we can indeed. get
0: straight into it. Um, yep. Just to precurse this for everyone to let us all know, anyone out there viewing this on YouTube or listening to us um. The characters that everyone's playing here, to to get the group knitted together before we jumped into this, we had a small little, I think it was three or four episode arc that we played with these characters, meeting up for the first time and getting to know each other. Um, And it has been six months in time jump since that moment for these characters. So as we launch into this, it's like six months later after their first meeting. So without further ado, we'll get straight into it. We start our adventure in the city of Waterdeep. A light fog is rolling in off the Sea of Swords. The winter months have melted away, and spring has well and truly sprung. The streets are starting to fill with traders and merchants from far and wide, all eager to sell their wares and fill their coin pouches with dragons, which is what the locals here call gold. It is the year 1492, by Dale Reckoning, and you will be forgiven for seeing this boisterous surroundings of marketplaces and taverns filling up with patrons Eager to spend coin, adventurers seeking fortune and glory, and thinking that everything in Waterdeep was business as usual. But beneath all of this, Xanathar's Thieves' Guild and the Xenatarum have been raging a bloody gang war that has floated out—or flooded out, it floated, floated—flooded out into the streets, seeping into every, the everyday lives of the denizens of this grand city. Even our intrepid trio of adventurers have found themselves caught up in the conflict. Every job that they have taken since their first meeting six months ago has nearly always led back to both of these two nefarious thieves' guilds. We find them now recovering um, in the infamous Yawning Portal tavern after one such job. Word is spread around the certain circles regarding these three adventurers. Um, you can hire them to find missing people, escort expensive merchandise, uh, and also give you protection against unwanted attention, their reputation has grown to a decent enough level of notoriety in this very, very short time. So it's at this moment that I'm going to ask each of the players in turn to introduce themselves and their characters. I'm going to start with Darren. Um, so Darren, if you want to kick us off, tell us who you're playing and give us a good L description.
2: Yeah, um, my name's Darren and I'm playing uh, Lopan foot. Uh, a rogue um assassin now that seems really really scary until you actually find out what uh lopan looks like because uh lopan is a rabbit folk and he's uh, four foot tall but that's including his ears um he tends to wear like old habits die hard um he wears like black armor um and he specializes in using uh light crossbows but he does keep a really really um long and heavy crossbow on his back uh, for when things get like you know a bit too dangerous um but yeah that that that's 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 low you'll find out more about him as we go um very sorry i just should say he's a snowy white rabbit with blue eyes which is kind of like if if things don't go as well on trying to threatening people he goes for the full-on cuteness and that's actually tends to work more than the threatening because he's just too fluffy but anyway that's him <laughs> uh next up we have kim
3: Hi, I'm Kim, and I'm going to be playing uh, Gray Pipstrel, who's a tabaxi bard. He's a, excuse me for this less than technical description, a very pretty kitty the cat, and he is heterochromia, which means he's half orange, half black. Uh, he's kind of striking, but he still manages to kind of blend in because he's a, an unassuming behavior. Um, if he's performing though, he's a bit of a ham and um, he's fairly handy. He's fairly handy in action, uh, but he's an overall good guy. He's a good guy. He tries to be good. He has a shield that doesn't seem like it belongs with him at all, that he was handed by a character in a different stage of his life, um, but it's kind of too heavy for him to hold, so he just stashes it. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to see him go.
0: Okay, next up we have Jill.
4: Uh hello. So um I'm playing uh a uh, a character called Zildara Mizru, and Zildara is a Drow sorceress. Um she does carry weapons to kind of add to her whole don't fuck with me vibe that she gives off. Um but her proficiencies are uh cold related spells, cold and necrotic related spells. Um she, you know, she's because she's a drow she's probably looks a bit intimidating to a lot of people anyway and uh, she leans into that um she's uh, uh she's a bit of a
1: bitch um
4: <laughs> <laughs> you know she doesn't really do anything that uh doesn't have any benefit for her um and the fact that she's managed to you know stick around with these two quite nice individuals for the last six months is, you know, baffled even herself. Um, so um, I'm interested to see uh, how this works out with the Don't call her Z, Z. Um, Yeah, so that's uh, that's Elzara. She's, uh, she's, you know, typical uh, white silvery hair, dark skin, drow. Um, and uh, yeah, dag- daggers and crossbows, but she doesn't really need them. They just, you know, they just look good nice
0: um so that is your team of players and characters mm-hmm. and i would like to point out that the character art that you're seeing on screen was drawn by cat so you can find cat uh, uh at i-x c-a-t-o on twitter i will put her details up uh later on in the feed uh but cat did an amazing job on the character art and um, so for all three Absolutely. characters so thank you so so much for that cat we really really appreciate it uh, fantastic artist you find her on Twitter and Instagram she's an Etsy store that I highly recommend checking out I uh, cannot recommend her stuff enough. So without further ado the trio are sitting there eating a late breakfast maybe even a brunch at this stage and the dining is suddenly broken and silence is suddenly broken by the main door of the tavern swinging open with a loud bang some of the patrons look up and Dernan the heavily mustachioed uh, barkeep and owner of the awning portal uh, looks up from pouring a few pints of ale a curious look on his face uh, at this sudden entrance into his tavern the two, two city guards march in take a quick look around spot the trio, the group sitting at the back and their usual table in the far corner and start to make a beeline straight for them stern look across their faces Durden follows the guards with his gaze as they weave in between various other patrons of the portal it hasn't really reached peak business time this early in the day, uh, but there's still quite a few folks dotted around the place. The two guards pass in front of the large goblin-headed-shaped fireplace uh, as one of the lounge servers is throwing another log onto the blazing fire. They give the open well in the centre of the tavern that gives it its inf- this infamous establishment, its name, a wide berth. The, the the trailing guard giving it a cautious glance as they pass. Everyone in the city, including you tree know uh, from personal experience Uh, that this tavern is built around a gaping well that leads to the first dungeon of the Undermountain from which countless grisly creatures and abominations have emerged over the years much to the delight of many glory-seeking adventurers that come to the tavern for this very reason the guards stop in front of you looking you up and down taking all of you in in turn Uh, the first guard reaches into into her pouch pulls out a notebook and starts flicking through it she begins to read, and uh, it's like, um, are you... She looks at the rabbit, and then the the tabaxi, and then the drow in turn, and is like, are you Lopan Lightfoot, uh, Grey Pipstrel, and um, Zilzara Mizroon?
2: Oh no, unless we've been polymorphed again, I reckon we are, yeah? You know? Yeah, of course. Who wants Can to know? do a
4: thing?
0: Um Well, oh, um, still? you see... I've been, and she kind of looks a bit sheepish, um, because she ha- pr- uh, produces a, a, a kind of a, a, a brownish envelope out of her pocket, and it's sealed with a wax seal. Um, this is a letter for you from Captain Lance of the District Watch. And she presents you with the letter, looks at her notebook and ticks it. And after handing, out, handing the note over to you, the two guards give you a brief nod, turn on their heels and march back out of the tavern. Uh, the female guard that kind of gave you the note gives a nod to Dernan, who nods in return, a wry smile across his face as he's still pouring ale. Dernan glances back over to the three of you quizzically, but then just as quickly goes about, you know, goes about his business, surfing tricks. You're left with this letter in front
4: of you. I'm going to take it up.
2: Never thought I'd get used to the, you know, like guards coming in and giving us stuff as opposed to, you know, accusing us of doing stuff, so, you know, that's good. It is kind it of strange, but yeah, I'm
4: going to take my dagger out and uh, uh, slice it open.
0: You crack the seal with a just a slight snap as the blade slices through it easily enough, and there's a small note uh, in, in interior in, inside the X1 envelope. You pull it out, and it reads, "You have been noticed by the Guilds. Not safe. Meet me at my office. Come after dark." Watch your backs, Captain Lance.
3: That's it. Uh <clears throat> I mean, I don't know how we couldn't be noticed by the guild at this point, but seeing it yeah. written like that.
4: Well you two for sure
2: stick out. I don't understand <laughs> what you mean. You, you <laughs> need... No, I'm I'm, I'm looking alright.
4: Oh, Lopan, I you like you look great but when was the last time you saw another rabbit folk around here
2: Ah, uh, we don't like to travel much you know like um occasionally we get out but like I, that's why I, I decided you know i'm gonna travel as much as i can to the next town over yeah um you know we'll see how it goes so far so good but now i just thought maybe me, me me armor wasn't buckled right and he starts you know he, he kind of he's sitting on the side of the table and he will stand up and kind of just like looking to make sure everything's co- connected properly, you know, like not realizing that, you know, a four foot rabbit tends to do just to, to uh, stand out like a, a sort of. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, Lopan, I think you look great, but I think it is inevitable considering how many of our activities have led to some guild member or gang or subsidiary of the gang that eventually they try to take us out of the source. Uh we gonna are we gonna this uh gonna go to this meeting then?
2: I suppose we should to find out because I was thinking maybe that like they noticed us because we're deadly and they want to hire us or something. But uh now that we have this conversation <laughs> I'm wrong again. So yeah. I think we should. Yeah.
3: Probably that, we should. Probably do the to a third person when the third person is the constabulary. <laughs> probably not.
0: so the, yeah. the the patrons are there's people milling about this place. Dernan is kind of going back and forth. you've had dealings with him like you, particularly your first kind of meeting of the of the of the people when you first all met here this is your place of meeting six yeah. months ago um you you kind of know yourselves amongst yourselves that like Captain Lance if you haven't really dealt with him directly, you're aware of this individual and um, they are the captain of one of the the, the members of the watch in this particular ward of the town of the city so this particular section of the city he is one of the captains that manages that section um and you have had run-ins with the constabulary before and generally it's been okay you haven't really broken many laws a lot of the stuff that you've done have hasn't been it's more and just you know you've been in the service of somebody else for coin mm. but it's generally through the chagrin of of one of the guilds at least so you're having your late breakfast brunch at this point what are the group what do you want to do at this point now Do you want to hang around or is there anything he's want to achieve beforehand
3: i i think we'll finish up does anyone need to do any prep before we go
2: no i'm just i'm pretty wrecked from the last thing we got up to so like um, a bit of wrestling's grand but like if the guilds are noticing us like like it's kind of better hanging around here at least there's a crowd unless and when i want to have a look at the crowd and see if if, like, if, of the, the the awning portal to see if there's anything you know watching us a, a bit more than normal, here we go. First roll of the game, give me
0: a perception check, please. There, open no, and yeah. uh, let me just
2: find it here.
3: Yeah, getting a Dakota Irish sponsorship because we never have enough dice. Well, that's it, like, you
2: know, <laughs> and Fred do you think yeah. you have
3: What's enough dice? Home? You don't, no, well. The,
4: the dice that I got for for Z I actually picked up from Dakota Irish at Dublin Comic Con
2: they're delicious I have they're so heavy that silver dagger dice here I'm gonna roll it actually it's just the first just roll just of the roll game it yeah is it, uh, is it... <laughs> we got a nine so nine okay
0: anything. you you kind of hop up on the table a bit because you have to to get a bit of a, a view and as you do you do like a rabbit hopping up on the table even in the, the it's not overly populated tavern you're looking around and. There's a few dodgy looking people here. You can't really ascertain if any of them are associated with the, any of the guilds, um, mm. particularly with that role. But it's like, yeah, there's a few people that are suspect, but you can't tell exactly, right, well, that guy's definitely a member of Xanatar's guild or that guy's a member mm. of the Xanatarium. Um, like, you're, you, you do know to look for certain traits, and you mm-hmm. don't see any of those particular traits. Like, any, any dealings we've had with Xanatar's Z- guild before? there's generally eye tattoos somewhere you know or whatever Mm. but you don't see anything like that at the moment it's just people going about their late breakfast early lunches type of situation
2: yeah i kind of look around and there's like sit back down no i didn't notice anyone with extra eyes around and so we're we're all right i reckon so i think personally i think we should like you know stay here have a few bevies and you know well whatever (laughs) you guys want to do well i
3: i think uh Lopan, I think that the fact it was delivered by these guys probably means it's legitimate. I think it would just arrived. It might be a trap, but the fact that it was delivered by these guys makes it seem more legitimate. And also, uh, if we're going in daylight, then we're not likely to run across as many guild members. So maybe we go soon
2: whatever you want to do, I'll I'll just eat quicker and I just start omphing down the food and slurping the drink, making a mess. Is there
3: mention in the note about when to when to meet him?
2: It does say come in the evening.
0: It does say late. In the oh evening. yeah, come late in the evening. Right. Um, okay. So, Gray, you do notice because your passive perception is high. You do start yeah. noticing like you you're as you're talking away and and in the corner of your eye you do see a cloaked figure get up not too long after the guards left, get up and kind of look around a bit and then go for the door. Just like, just a simple cloaked figure, just one individual by themselves, cloaked, hood up. You don't see any features, you don't see any uh, any kind of obvious ideas of the humanoid shape. Cloaked, gets up and leaves. Huh.
3: Guys, if we got a bit of time, I might just follow that guy for a bit.
4: Suit yourself.
2: Yeah, no worries. Like... Zill's got a Zill.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just going to, you know, sit back in my chair, finish this nice glass of brunch wine.
3: <laughs> uh... <laughs> I might just go till the evening. I might just do a little bit of a follow. I'm going to do that. Okay. I'm just going just gonna to see where they go. I'm not going to follow them in any doors. I'm just going to see where they go
0: okay <clears throat> so are you doing this stealthily
3: i shall attempt it
0: <laughs> okay. so they leave and within a couple of minutes afterwards as you get up off your table and go to leave as well um you notice durning catches your eye and kind of gives you a nod as you leave and you head out the door um give me a stealth check please okay oh that's a
3: 23 oof <laughs> oof Oh, sneaky bitch!
0: Yeah, you just blend in with the crowd. You catch as you step out the door, um, you're not that far behind this hooded individual, and you do see them as they're kind of about, yeah, about twenty feet away, 20-30 feet away from you, heading off down the street, and you kind of move in with the crowd, pull your hood up, um, because they're like Tabaxi. While Waterdeep is like the city of splendors, it's filled with different races and cultures and all type of stuff, like full on melting pot city, uh, and Tabaxi aren't thin on the ground here, but. Um, you don't want to seem, seem you know, obvious so you pull your hood up and blend yes, in and you start to cool. follow this individual as they move through the streets um, you had often they kind of take a couple of turns here and there and every now and again they're looking over their shoulder uh, and they see nothing because I rolled a natural 4 um, <laughs> you see this individual duck down a side alleyway and you've been in the city now a while um, and you're well travelled and as they duck down you you recognize the alley uh you know that it heads down towards the Dockland area, and you've had dealings down right. there before, and you follow it in, you kind of move up side up alongside and poke your head around, and then you look down the alley, and there's nobody there. they're gone dun, okay. dun, dun.
3: Dun, dun, dun. right uh I am Hmm so they're gone they're gone out of my sight. Uh and how far am I from the docks?
0: Um this area is about it's about two streets over from the the start of the docklands.
3: Okay. All right. I I might just because we have a bit of time before we're going to Guys, remember when I said leaving the bar that I wasn't going to do <laughs> so, Because You've got a little bit of time. It's, you know, it's brunch time. So yeah. we haven't got to go till evening. I'm just going to take a wee stroll down to the docks. What? What? Um, What's the worst that, that could happen?
2: We've done anything bad, so we're okay. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you
0: are you just going towards the general dock area you're not looking for anything yeah. in particular you're not doing no. anything in particular
3: uh, Well I am going to stay fairly alert but not actively staring at everyone I walk past okay. I will I will just whatever perception I would naturally have I would say probably
0: Okay um um okay so you're making your way towards the general dockland areas you're going about two streets over and roll me a history check please Okay, just to see if you remember, it's something. 13 13. Okay, um, as you start to remember these streets and the area that you've been down here before, um, as part of a previous job you were on, you remember that in this particular area, there were two different entrances to one of the underground tunnels for one of Xanathar's guilds' hideouts, right? Um and you know that it's in this general vicinity and you're kind of trying to figure out in your mind you know that there's definitely, if you turn left and take the next street over there's a manhole cover that was marked as an entrance, and then two two streets over in the opposite direction then, at the back of an old warehouse there was an entrance there as well and you're kind of thinking, right this, They like you don't really see any markings, any obvious tracks, and there's, the cloaked figure is gone but you're not 100% sure in which direction they went in
3: yeah that's fine i'm going to uh, i'm going to take a, a deep breath of the sea air and then remember that it's not really the sea it's the duck and then get slightly repulsed by the smell and then i'm gonna make my way back to my squad
0: okay <laughs> um you get
3: about do you like the buns as ears by the way
0: it's yeah it's good yeah it's very, very good, good.
3: I I like it. to get across to people that i'm not a space bun wearer in real life
0: this is this is just for the game, especially for the game.
3: Just for today. Okay.
0: Um you get about twenty to thirty feet and you just hear a voice behind you as you pass a dark corner of an alley. Um can I help you with something
3: love? Oh, that's always good news, isn't it? A cockney character in a stop metagaming, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, right. Um I turn around and do a little smile. And I'm like, nah, I'm just taking in the air. And then I remember what the air is like, and then I leave.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's probably a good idea around these parts. You'd only be seen to be wandering down these alleyways, looking for travel, if you know what I
3: mean. Ah, are you here to help tourists, or are you, are you here to threaten citizens? You
0: just see a... a kind of a, a movement under the coat, coat cloak that he has on and it's a, and as you take it in it looks like the same cloak that you were following and there's a flash Ooh. of what looks like metal or light catching metal he's like I'll let you decide now if you don't mind I'd recommend you go about your business and I'll go about mine
3: okay uh, can I cast a spell please?
0: You can, what do you want to cast?
3: I am going to cast heat metal on his knife, yeah, ooh, nice. Because uh, I promised my homies I'd be back, so <laughs> I haven't got time for this. So I'm gonna <laughs> cast heat metal, and I'm going to attempt to run away, uh, while he's going out, out, out. If the hilt, if the, if the, if the handle of the knife will yeah, allow. If I'm him not to...
0: mistaken, I think heat metal. You have to. Is it something? I think it's. Let me see. Mm-hmm no you don't have to touch it no a cranny creature in physical so you don't have to you can just cast it yeah. it's within 60 feet yeah. so you see it yeah. so yeah as he's kind of trying to look menacing you just see this yeah. confused look come across his face and he's like Rah! and he drops the blade he's like, what the right. are you and he kind of takes it he steps back a bit and looks at you and he's looking at his blade it's now like glowing orange on the cobble on, on the cobbles below him and he's like looking yeah. really confused and he kind of takes a step away he's like I haven't got time for this. And he just does a legger.
3: Okay, good. Because I was going to do a legger. Okay, well, that's good. I'm going to, uh, let me see. That lasts for, oh, lads, that was fun. It, uh, yeah, it is good as well. Okay, how long does it last?
0: It's up to one minute. It's concentration up to yep. one minute. So. so
3: I am going to, I'm going to pick up his dagger and bring it back. Yeah. To
0: the <laughs> you can add a dagger to your inventory for spoils of the game. Um, Very
3: good, uh, Wayne. Did you ever watch uh, westerns and want to go around picking up all the guns? Yeah, don't. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, One more dagger.
0: So um, you make your way back to the yawning portal, and the, the, you find your two colleagues sitting there, still at their table, enjoying the remainders of their brunch. Um, and it's, you've been gone about half an hour, twenty minutes at the most. Um, and, right. Yeah. So you can regale them with this tale of, of metal heating, if you wish.
3: Yeah, I will. Uh, hey, guys. So I, I I, I, know I did the version of I'll be right back, but uh, it went immediately as you might expect in this town. So I left here. I followed a guy. I lost the guy. Uh, I went for a walk to the docks. I smelled the docks. I left the docks. And then I was threatened by someone who might have been the guy. And then I, like, burned his hand and stole his knife. And, uh, I'm proud of you. Oh, thanks, though. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyone, anyone want this dagger, or will I keep it?
2: I can add it to the to me repertoire. I've got tons of them, but like, never, never, never say no to a, a good knife, you know?
3: Well, tell you what, that brings me to two. Oh, so well, no, I don't... I've got about
2: four, so you keep that then. Yeah. You know? All right. But like, did you
3: find out anything when you follow them, like? I kind of, I kind of wasn't trying to. Where he went to. Was where that concentration of guild hideouts is, you know, where the all the entrances are to the thing, and you know well, the way they move the entrances all the time. But I, I reckon, yeah, I reckon it was, uh, it was so
2: definitely a, a guild member. They're definitely keeping an eye on us, then, right?
3: Yeah, I think they may have,
2: they may have followed the cops. I don't know, but well, uh that was yeah, a good thing to follow a cop now, to be honest.
3: But, no. Huh.
2: No. Especially if you're doing dodgy shit. But.
3: Yeah. But uh yeah, so so I probably could have found out which guild he was in, but he didn't have any eyes, it was probably the other one. But uh yeah, uh he just uh he I, I just knew we had to make our appointment so I wasn't gonna get into nothing. <laughs> Especially not on my own.
2: No, I totally understand. Um, totally understand. Yeah. That
3: was
4: that was the sensible thing to do, I guess. With no backup. Oh, gee, that's so great.
2: Um, All I got to share is, I think I ate my entire weight in pasta and I'm a bit sleepy. <laughs> i out like nothing um, else today.
0: Um, Kim, you can, uh, you can take inspiration for that little moment of uh, heating of metal. That was fun. Um, just for hey. anyone who's listening or viewing, we're using inspiration in this game. So anything that the group do as a bit of fun, uh, if, if they role play well or do a, a, kind of an action or create a scenario that's enjoyable, uh, I will be awarding them with inspiration that will give them Woo. advantage on uh, whatever they want to use. it. Um, so yeah, so you can mark yourself as having inspiration. Right. So you're all now gathered back together in the Yawning Portal. Um, there's ale available to you. There's other options. Look, if you just want to do anything else, uh, let me know uh, what the group wants to do at this point
3: yeah I had my brunch I'm gonna take away at my loot I'm gonna tune it cool. while we're waiting to go
0: well if there's nothing else you want to do for uh, the sake of for brevity and moving it along and um, time passes quickly enough yeah you you, you imbue yourselves with a bit of food but drink and it comes the, the the day moves along at a brisk pace patrons come and go dir comes over to the table has a few conversations which asks you even kind of you feel that he's kind of trying to digging for hints about what the guards wanted and you can you can tell him if you want or you don't have to um and it gets to a point there where the sun is going down it's starting to get early in the evening and you kind of start to feel right well maybe we should start making a move towards captain lance's office which you do know is on the uh just it's actually in the opposite direction to the docks in this area it's it's more so to the uh, easterly side of this part of the city
4: Okay. Yep. Yeah, we go. Yeah. Uh, I guess we should get this over with.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um it, it it doesn't take you that long. You you pay pay your bill um and uh, head off. Uh it takes you about takes about twenty minutes for you to get there. Um and it's it's the streets are busy and uh, you do see a lot of people coming and going traders setting up stalls for the market for tomorrow morning in certain areas as well because there's multiple miniature markets throughout this city at different intervals and you pass through certain sections of the, this ward where they are being set up and there's also other people selling the wares at night time that wouldn't be there during the day you do see a couple of drow who have some stalls set up and are selling some blades and um, they give give you a kind of a cautious look as you approach those and pass them by or if you want to talk to them you can um, but the journey goes kind of unmolested. You don't spot anyone in your peripheral, you don't notice that you're being followed with your passive perceptions or like I'm not gonna make you roll for it, you're being cautious, I take it. Mm-hmm. Um and you find your way to Captain Lance's office. Um as you step in, you see the usual high desk of uh, Constabulary with a an armed guard armoured guard behind it, a uh, helm off, which is resting on the, the desk, and he seems to be filling in a ledger. There are a couple of uh, uh of, of people kind of sitting on chairs off to one side, one of them seems to be cuffed, and there's a guard kind of milling about around the back who comes out to the front and starts to ask them a couple of questions. They all notice as you come in, and the constable behind the, the desk kind of looks up and he's like Well well mate, what can I do for you folks this evening?
4: Captain Lance is expecting us.
0: Oh really? Oh, right, and I'm, you...
4: gonna, I'm gonna give him the note.
0: And he kind of looks at the note. He kind of looks at the three of you all in turn. And he's like, "Right, um, two seconds." And he kind of folds the note up and tucks it into his pouch and walks into the back, goes through a doorway. You see him vanish off. You hear some muffled voices, and then he comes back out. He's like, he just kind of from the doorway. He beckons to the three of you
2: to come round the counter into the back. Um, Wayne, old habits die hard. So as as when we walk into mm-hmm. The oh, captain's hello. office. My uh, hands are going to be outstretched as if he's going to cuff us. You know, <laughs> right, yes. captain. Good to see you again. Oh, sorry, no, we're not getting arrested. Sorry, bollocks. Good to see you.
0: Nice. Um, so the the the, guard, the kind of guard looks down at you a bit strange. He's like, kind of shakes his head a bit and leads you in for like halfway and then points to a, kind of a desk at the far end of the room, um, where you see a hunched individual over it scribbling through paper and moving some stuff about. Then he kinda of looks up as the three of you uh, arrive and enter in. You see this young enough man, human, um, blonde hair, tied back, uh in kind of not so much a man bun, but a, a kind of a short ponytail. Um the start of a blondish beard on his face, a very kind of bum fluffy, scraggly. As if he's really trying his best to grow this motherfucker, but he's not having a great time of it. Um and he's he's again youthful expression bright piercing blue eyes heavy set from looking like he hasn't slept in a couple of days he kind of sees you come in and he gestures and he kind of he's looking around there's no chairs available so he just kind of gestures you forward he's like thank thank you for coming i I really appreciate it it's um I, i know we haven't formally been introduced but i have heard of you and you've done Um, some work for some of my colleagues uh, in the last while but um, forgive me, my name is uh, Dawson Lance I'm the captain of the watch here and I have come into possession of some information that is leading me to believe that there's going to be an attempt on your lives in the next couple of days and that's something we want to avoid, obviously Um, so um, we don't really know by who um, and you can see by his demeanor that he's hes definitely hopped up on caffeine. This guy has been working, wow. uh, you know, burning the candle at both ends at this stage. Um, and he relays to you that information. He's like, it's its a case of, I think, really, the guild, or the both of them, really, Xenotar and the Xenotar, are getting so powerful at this stage, and we're having such a hard time containing them, that they feel they can off anyone they want. And we're not going to stand for that. And you guys, if you don't mind, we're going to try and help.
4: Do you know? Uh, <sighs> go ahead. Jim. I just find it very strange that the captain of the guard wants to look out for us. You know, mercenaries for hire. It smells like a trap to me. Or not even a trap, more of a, are you going to try and use us as bait?
0: Um, uh, I I, I can see where you might think that I I do understand and I'm not you see and he kind of slumps back in the chair a bit I've only been doing this job for about a month I was a lieutenant before here a small lonely one in a different section of the ward the captain that was in this position that I'm in now was snuffed at just gone one night down a back alley stabbed (laughs) dead couldn't do anything about it and i will add: as soon as i took this position then if anything like that was ever going to happen again that at least we were going to try and stop it and this information came into our possession we did a raid on a warehouse down at the docks which um, i believe you've had demons in um, something to do with a missing yep. persons that you helped with a while ago and yeah. the captain of that of that that watch informed us that your names are on a ledger a long list where the tree of you were on of people that they wanted snuffed out and here we are hey
4: guys we made the list <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: it's 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 the fact that you're you're they're trying to exert their power and show that we're powerless and i want to show them that this is not their ward and we're going to protect it as best we can now we're not going to use you as bait that's not the plan
4: The plan isn't gonna let you
0: well here's the thing. I've got a job for you. I'm listening. The job the job requires you to leave the city for a short while, but it pays well and you'll be protected on your travels, and it will also have potential work at the far end of it, if if you're interested.
2: Well, I, so, like, as I said, I'm oh, sorry. This is my second visit to a city, so I wouldn't mind going and visiting another one. And money's always good, you know. So I don't mind help. And uh, and then I mumbled to myself. And if it was a trap, like it'd probably smell a bit more of oil and sulphur, like you know.
3: <laughs> yeah, I I I get that. I get that. The recruitment to these guilds seems to be so good, and the numbers are mind-boggling. I can see that the best way to avoid us being murdered is for us not to be here uh, or to be beyond the reach of these guys and uh, I have to say I am against us being murdered as a physician Uh, and I also understand that there's no way that apart from having like a ring of you guys around us everywhere we go which is not practical that this is probably the only uh idea so where 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 to where could you send us
0: well that's the thing you see i've been i've been tasked or well i've been asked by a fellow captain of the guards from the city of neverwinter which is up north it's about a two weeks travel on the high road um and you'll be well compensated on the way and you'll also be given passage um we have a, a merchant's caravan that's going to be heavily guarded, and we're going to in, in kind of bring you into the merchant's kind of group and disguise you, and you'll just travel with them, so nobody be any the wiser, and nobody knows about this apart from me, and 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 my lieutenant, and that's it. Nobody else. So you you're 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 not the only ones. You see, you're just three of the more capable ones that have been targeted other people that have been targeted are merchants and stuff and and there's one guy who's a sailor who's not even in port at the moment and won't be back for another six months but the guild's list of assassinations is long because they want to snuff out anyone that is going to be giving them any trouble for the next while for whatever plans they have coming down the line so
4: and are are any of the uh these this this group of merchants that you're suggesting we travel to Neverwinter with, are any of those guys or gals um, uh, uh, on the list or are they just our cover?
0: Uh, I'm not at liberty to say, uh, um, unfortunately. For for um, same reason, if anyone else me who you were, I'd tell them now.
4: Plausible deniability. I'm exactly. we very, very
2: good at disguises, though. So, like, look, watch. And I turn around and I put on my beholder hat, the woolly beholder hat with the two tentacles, and turn around and go, see, <laughs> <laughs> merchant. I forgot what about that me? fucking
0: hat. I forgot about that hat. So yep, what happened, folks, did in, pre- in the previous off-camera game, Darren bought himself one of these touristy hats that you'd buy in, like, like uh, Irish. The shit hats like, that you get, I yeah. Mean, <laughs> like There was like, like points of Guinness, but this one looks like a fucking beholder.
2: Um, it's only got two, two, two eye stalks as well. It's really bad. Yeah. It was like, he didn't recognize me.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I oh, barely know who you are.
2: It's. Oh, hang on. Take off the hat. No, it's me, Lopan. Like, don't oh, and, 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 and Lance,
0: Lance just kind of gives the two of you a look, a quizzical look, and just kind of like.
2: I'm
4: just, I'm just gonna shake my head at him. <laughs> at Lance.
2: And then like something kind of sparks in in Lopan's head, and it's like, ah just a matter of interest like this wouldn't be a way of like getting rid of like a bit of trouble like to make yourself look good like we have a tendency to you know get attention a lot you know hence why there was a talk of murder i don't mind them you know someone trying to murder me because it's usually great to like you know stop them and you know like beat them up but like this sounds to me like you're trying to get rid of us and you know shove us on some other city and hope the trouble goes there. Well, well, that wouldn't be the case, would it? No,
0: that's not the case and I promise you that because you've actually helped us out a lot in the last six months and I don't want to see anything happen to you and it's going to be bad. But what what I'm trying to say, we, we actually have a request from a captain of, of of the guard in Neverwinter, in one of the wards up there, who's looking for some mercenaries and she sent word down here because I owe her a favour um, and I said, well, I can't spare any guards because of all this stuff that's happened with the thieves' guild. So I figured we'd kill two birds with one stone, get you to safety, get you a bit of work, a bit of payment. It's all good. You know what I mean? I mean, I know these streets well. I know that sooner or later they're going to chew you up. But you three can handle yourselves. So I think, I, I think it's for your own best interests. There you go up north, go to Neverwinter for a couple of months, and then if you want to return, once all this is settled down, come back then It's alright.
3: We'd uh, be up for the uh, trip. Yeah, uh, Grey trusts him implicitly. <laughs> kind of straight away. So, uh, so that was... I mean, uh, if, if any it, of you
0: don't trust the guy, if you think he's not on the up and up, you can give me an insight check if you want. It's no big deal.
2: He seems too yeah, nice.
4: I'm going to yeah. roll insight because... Um... <laughs> it's Zilzara and she fucking trusts no one yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and that is a
0: 12 12 he seems on the open up, up he seems quite there's something about this guy he's he's constabulary he's he is a guard but there's something mm. of the streets of him the way he talks is obviously his accent Um he, he's it's not as if he's he's definitely not from upper class this yeah. is somebody who started he started low and worked his way up and just happened to become a captain by pure fluke because the other guy got killed. And that's it. And yeah. he's trying his best, but you can see that it's it's going rough on him considering everything that's going on. And the amount of shit that they're having to deal with with the with the actual two guilds fighting each other and and not giving a fuck about the consequences to the general populace. Um yeah. he does seem to be quite honestly trying to do you a favor here.
3: Right okay uh, well i think i'm up for it lopan's up for it what do you think so
4: yeah i guess there's nothing really thought- happening in, in um in water deep at the moment for us anyway so yeah let's yeah. let's let's go
3: right well and it seems like we might be able to get a job there and a job on the way back
0: well, we have. I mean, oh, yeah, and he kind of starts jotting some stuff down. He takes out a ledger and it's just like you know, plops it down on the table. Right. I mean, okay. So, um, you're gonna go. Um, it's tomorrow morning. I know it's very saddening, right? I know, and I apologize for that. But the sooner the le- sooner the better. Um, but and he starts kind of writing down. Um, right. I'm gonna give you. And he reaches into and pulls out like a, cha- a set of keys on a big ring. And starts going through them and pulls out this large, kind of rusted-looking thing and reaches behind him where there's. Uh, you you kind of see it now as he turns his chair there's a massive safe behind him and he unlocks the safe and pulls open the kind of the large large door and reaches in and pulls out a small you see if you're looking over his shoulder you can make out a couple of little bags and he pulls out one of the bags and closes it and locks it again and plops the bag down in front of you he says "Um, it's not much but it's a little um, a little kind of like bit of cash for years on the road there's five gold in there Um, you can you know do what use will and he starts writing down some names and, and kind of jotting down the five gold ticket beside it in the ledger and then closes the ledger. Right. The way it's going to work is um, you need to... And he, he kind of uh, looks around and gets up from his chair and goes over to a cabinet and opens it up and pulls out a multitude of different cloaks, all of different length and sizes and colour and shape. And um, drops each of them down on the top of the table. Uh, so take these cloaks, they're known the scripts, very basic, we use them for undercover. Um, work, yeah, keep you nice and clean. they're just basic cloaks. There's nothing special about them, but they just they just seem to be more treadbare and worn compared to the stuff that you currently own. This will make you blend in with the merchants. Um I want you to use these, and you're gonna travel. You're just you're a, a traveling merchant group who are selling uh, uh, treads and silks to a trader in Neverwinter. That's your undercover story for now, right? When you get to Neverwinter. You can leave the merchant group, nobody will ask any questions, and you need to go to one of the eastern wards. You're looking for a captain of the guard there. Her name is Captain Aratir Stormblade. <laughs> and she she will have work for you. She's got she's the one who's requesting help from me, so I'm sending you. So Aratir Stormblade.
3: Hey. Uh, we jot this down IRL also in the game
0: Right uh, So This this stuff with this, this This list of assassinations It's under investigation Hopefully it's going to take no longer than a month To sort out And if you want to come back to Waterdeep after that I will send word right? I promise I will send word you have my word on that. Um, if you don't hear anything in a month, then I would suggest stay where you are. But, yeah, that's pretty much the work. And Captain uh Captain, Arriter, Captain Stormblade, will pay you upon completion of the work she's going to give you. It's good work. I, as far as I'm aware, it's not risky in any way. Um, there might be a bit of fighting. might be a bit of dip- diplomacy. Well, you know, you, you, you seem like a, a very... Handy bunch, and you can handle yourselves. So I wouldn't worry too much about it.
3: <clears throat> okay. All right. Uh, when are we leaving again?
0: Well, Sorry. the wagons you to leave tomorrow morning, bright
3: and early. So oh, I would suggest you. you so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I would suggest you get a good morning, night's sleep.
0: Morning. I get get a good night's sleep you will meet the wagon outside the outside the main gate on the eastern side so you want to hit for the high road you know, uh, head head north and it's the eastern north eastern gate that goes out on the high road that's going to bring you up and it's an open road well patrolled well looked after so you're not going to run into any dodgy stuff and it takes about
3: will it's it, a, will there only be one one carriage there
0: ah uh, there's going to um, be about 20 it's a full of merchants
3: Oh yeah, okay, but yeah. it's it's our one. We're not going to end up in somebody else's.
0: You'll be giving you be given, given lodgings. It's two weeks. It's a two week journey. So it's it's going to take. I mean, a while. I mean,
3: we're not going to meet the wrong caravan. There's only one caravan.
0: There's only one. As far, in that gate, there's only one leaving tomorrow morning. in That gate. So okay. they're going to they're going to be waiting for you. Um, and he and he kind of he, oh oh yeah right, and he kind of reaches in and takes out a crest. Um, it's it's not so much a badge, but it's like a city guard crest. Okay. And he hands it, just holds it out, and one of you can take it off and so on. Either send this over to the leader of the caravan. You, know, they'll know who you are, and they'll give you passage. Okay, and there'll
2: be a wagon for us there with all our stuff. Like, to well, you can bring whatever
0: them. you want. Like I mean, whatever accoutrements and any weapons and any stuff you have, um, bring that with you, of course. But right. um we're not. I mean, uh, oh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a captain of the Guards Watch. I can't supply you with anything much, but I mean, five gold to get your food and 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 whatever for the two weeks uh, for sure. And the, the merchant's caravan are well stocked and they'll be able to look after you. All right, Danny. So, yeah. Okay. um, I, I hope you's, you know safe travels and good luck. And uh, I will hopefully be talking to you soon. I will send word. I'll send word when it's all done.
4: going to take that crest he offered and pocket it. Pocket it. I'm going
3: Pocketed. to take the five dragons and um, for all of us it's five each or five together
0: five just five it's not much gold ah, it's just yeah. five gold yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll take a,
2: and and uh, I'll be
0: the bank cool. um Sorry. okay so you or then he's kind of goes back around his count- back behind his desk and he's like right um I, I really appreciate you camera for this and I-, I hope I hope it all works out and we can get this sorted as quickly as we can um if there is any further issues and you don't hear from me in a month, um, I would say hunker down and stay where you are.
3: Thank you for your consideration. I really appreciate the leads you've gone to, but I think you should also get a good night's sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just takes a big swig out of the big mug of coffee that's the tanker, the coffee that's sitting next to his ledger. Right, hand is
2: vibrating slightly.
0: Like,
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> L- Lopan's Low pants taking in all the. Mem- he was saying that the other captain got killed, and like you know, and how he's putting a target on himself pretty much by doing all this. So he's just like, "Well, yeah, you look after yourself, and a bit of a suggestion, like pour your own drinks, you know."
0: I, I'll, I'll definitely take that under advisement. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, well, I- I've got a lot of work to do. I wish you safe travels, and um, yeah, I mean, hopefully we talk soon. And he kind of gestures towards the door look. you came in. And as you're leaving, you kind of the lieutenant sticks his head. And he's like, um, "Let me know when the other group arrive, will you?" Yeah. And he kind of goes back to his desk because you, you hear that as
3: he's leaving. Okay, he's doing more processing. Oh, there's an, okay. There's
2: a bunch of uh, people like us causing mischief that he has <laughs> to get rid of. You know? Mm. Just yeah. as long as we were number one, that's all I don't, I don't mind as long as we were number, number one. one. Number <laughs> one.
3: Well, we have, I mean, Lopan, we have no way of knowing if we're number one, but I'm kind of looking forward to a, 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 a on the road mission. Um, uh on-the-road mission. I think we get back to the Yawning Portal and get our stuff and then get ready to go.
4: Yeah, uh, might as well buy some provisions for the road.
2: Uh, On our way back to the the tavern. Yeah. Old habits die hard. Like I always have a bag ready to go, just in case I fuck up a bit. I mean, um, I need to leave. Um, so like, there's one near the door of the the room. So okay. uh, Yeah. You can get a bunch of different stuff if you want. That'd be deadly.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh.
3: Yeah. Let's do that.
0: Do you want to do that now, or just because tomorrow morning is when the merchant caravan is leaving quite early, so you can do a bit, of, we'll you can have a bit of shop, like a, a wee shopping episode, if you just want now. And get how
4: uh, how long would it take for us to get from the yawning portal to the gate where not, the not caravan long. is leaving? You, yeah, you get like the, it's a short walk, kind of thing. It's
0: about forty five minutes, forty five minute walk roughly. The city is big, but you're going to the northern gate, so
4: yeah, yeah. So we do okay. So we could do provisions. Uh, provisions now, then. Yeah.
3: Cool. But while um, we're in the.
4: So, what type of
0: like you're 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 kind of at what type of stuff are you looking for?
3: Non-perishable food and stuff. Yeah.
0: Um. Okay. Um. So, you're you're kind of give me a give me a uh, you kind of know the area a bit, but give me an investigation check. Okay, I'll
3: do it. Oh, she was
0: cocky 12. okay um yeah it, it takes you the good like it's it's now about it's coming close to about six o'clock seven o'clock in the evening the sun is well and truly down um it's dark and the city streets are still alive there's the lamplighters are out and the, the, it's well lit um mm-hmm. th- you do find a couple of different shops um and let me see now you have there's one particular, depending on what you're looking for you do find a a basic kind of like grocery store that sells you breads, meats, cheeses, all that type of stuff ale, travel ale if you wish that would keep well wine that would keep well on the road that's easily obtained those shops are a penny a dozen in Waterdeep are you looking for anything in particular like potion shops magical items, anything like that?
3: no I think I have everything I need I'm
0: just going to have a quick look Okay. Um, and you yeah. do you, you manage to put together like a little package reachy you. you can check the chart uh, mark it down on in your inventory that you have um you have food and, and drink and everything to keep you going for two weeks plus in your packs like dried dried meats spreads um mm. stuff that will will last nice cheeses and stuff like that like you know um
2: so pretty much uh, is it how, how long is a week is it a 10 day yeah 10 days
0: so it's two 10 days it would take you to travel to to never to neverwinter, roughly roughly depending on how yeah depending on how quickly um the actual merchant's caravan goes and we're gonna we are gonna get to that where it's gonna be like i'm gonna get just to do survival checks for how quickly the travel is and and whether there's any um, penalties or you might even run into a a band of gnolls who knows we'll see what happens okay um, if there's nothing Meiji you just want to grab, if you just don't want to go looking for potions, if you just want to just, you know have the basics, that's fine uh, Yeah, I think I
3: have yeah, I think I have everything I need for
2: me I want to grab a, a tent, Wayne, and a sleeping bag
0: That's um, fine, no, That's you find a like you do find a store, you go in and it's, it's this dusty old kind of provision shop, and you have this like, little, no, not sorry, not no, but little dwarf, a hill dwarf who, who's kind of just the, the main owner of this shop and he sells <clears throat> travel gear like that like tents and and, and, uh, and sleeping bags and, and stuff like that stuff that you would use on the road and this is a gnarly old dude he, he, as you, you wander into the shop you see this it's like he's got a shock of white hair that's tied back in a braid long white beard he's like well met what can I get you
2: yeah man like um I'm just looking for a tent in a sleeping bag um I checked it just the other day, and there's too much mold on it. So much that like it took 10 minutes to kill the thing. So like um, I need a new tent and a, a sleeping bag. And uh, actually, no, I'll get a crossbow bolts somewhere. You don't sell them, do you? Um, they wouldn't I might either. have
0: some, but they might be a bit uh, old. Because uh, we don't generally deal in those type of things. But I do have a nice... um. And he kind of looks you up and down. Like, like, you're shorter, obviously shorter than him. He's a dwarf, but you're still shorter than him and he's like i i have a, a nice um rabbit sized sleeping bag i think and he kind of goes in the back and you hear a rummaging and the, the clanking of of um, moving boxes and pots and everything and he comes out with a, a, a rolled up it looks basically looks like a rolled up towel it's tiny but you know your size um right right and he plonks it on the counter um a tent for someone your of your stature um uh, yes. I'm
2: gonna be honest, like just give me a small tent because personally I like a little bit of space, you know, for my feet, my hair, and my ears. But like no one's gonna know that I'm like kind of like, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like spending the extra little bit of cash because it's a small like uh, tent normally. So you don't need to get one for my size, like just in a small tent to be grand. Um, but the sleeping bag, I appreciate that because uh, we tend to roll a bit, you know.
0: Yes. Um. Uh, well, I do. I. Mm. And he kind of looks a bit, kind of puzzled at first, and then kind of scratches his beard a bit. And I. Yes. And, and he kind of goes back again. You hear more clanking, and he pulls out. Uh, it's a small kind of satchel that has that drawstring at the top, and he unfolds. it You see a kind of a tarp that has a collection of poles and pegs with it. That, when unfolded, would be something akin to a child's tent. And he kind of folds it back up, puts it back in its bag, and zips it and gives it back to you all in all um that would be uh 12 silver to you my good sir
2: yeah yeah um i i'll uh give him the money i'll mark it off in a bit um but uh i'll just write it down 12 silver that's great and sorry on uh, like um the the bolts i don't mind if they're all like i'll uh mm. be something uh, to do while i'm on the uh on the road like you know
0: roll me a d6 to see how many are decent By some i will i get a three Tree. So he gives you. I, I'm afraid all I could find were these, and he hands over three bolts. They're on the house. I, we're not going to sell them. They're just. They, I think they came in with a pack that we once rented, and somebody left them in the bottom. So feel free to take them. And um, not a problem. And he kind of is just. Oh, no, no more. Uh, give, yeah, they need a bit cleaning, but
2: like that, that's usually the best ones. So. They're just
0: regular crossbow bolts, so you can jot them in your inventory as well. Um, is there anything else? Yeah, uh, you folks want to get.
2: I will need I wanna get some probably a different shop, but I wanna get some um caltropes. Is that Caltrips? what they're called? Um,
0: yeah. yeah I mean like you, you do you could find find caltrops uh, in a general supply shop or a blacksmith or something along those lines. Um, they're easy enough. How many were you looking for? Um
2: I think ten. I don't know. I don't know what the it's as I said, it's just finally you know, I think that there might be something to ha- have on hand just in case. Okay.
0: Um yeah. Oh, you
2: I wanted them but never like got around to getting them.
0: So you can pick up cartridges no problem. Um you can get 20 a bag of 20 for one gold piece.
2: Sweet. And then the last thing is if uh, is a uh, um 20 bolts just in case. But more crossbow bolts. Yeah, um, I tend to go through them like the um like like uh beer. So um <laughs> Um, so yeah, an um, to you can get. Um, I, have see now. I have some already, but I want more. Again, want more. you'll
0: probably get twenty crossbow bolts for a gold piece.
2: Yeah, cool. That's grand. Yeah. Mark all down. That's
0: So you, 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 kind of, you spend your time shopping. Uh, you ladies, do you want to get anything?
3: Why? Because women be shopping. <laughs> well,
0: so far the rabbits doing all the shopping.
3: The rabbits doing all the shopping. No, I'm just checking my magic components, and I think I have everything. I need.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah. All right, good stuff. Zill
3: uh no i'm good
4: because um, sorcerers' fucking yeah spells are all good and then i'm sorry just looking at my backpack i have everything i need for traveling so i am good, good stuff.
0: so the night travels you know moves on in a, a decent pace you get all the shopping done that the rabbit wants to get done and, and, and if you want you can head back to the yawning portal and grab all your stuff um, yeah, I
3: want to get. Is there time to get a short rest in as
0: well? Oh, you can have a long rest because you have to have a night's rest, like as you're getting up tomorrow morning and uh yes. to go yeah. to the to the kind of northern northeastern gates. Um. Yeah. So yeah, for the sake of brevity, you you move through the evening. You get back to the awning portal. You put your heads down for the night. You wake the following morning fully rested. Um. Yep. And you set out. It's the crack of dawn here. You're talking uh, five thirty in the morning. You get woke and You ask for a wake up call from Dernan and. You, he, he happily obliges us, tells you it, it won't be me doing it, but you know somebody will wake you up. And... We,
2: we 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 let we let Dernan know, um, because like you know he's been put, put up with us for you know six months, and considering there was a time where he'd only let me drink here, yeah. um, you know, so like just common courtesy, just to let him know. Uh, he appreciates He'll be it.
0: Back. Yeah, yeah. Um, he like I mean, I mean I can't keep your rooms, but you know, um. I'll have to rent them out to somebody else. But if he's ever make your way back down this part of the world again, you know where to find me.
2: Um, If you wouldn't mind doing us a favor and maybe like pretending that like they're, they're still there for one or two more days, like maybe drop our, you know, send up food up to our room just to give the impression that we're like, you know, still there. I'd be talking to him like late at night when there's no one in the end, just, and like trauma, uh, whatever the equivalent for the rooms, like I don't mind, but, uh, or just uh, pretend that would be great. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that's not a problem. I can do that. Um, I'll let on
0: for about two days before I rent the rooms out again. Um, is everything all right? Are you guys, I mean, it's a bit strange. Uh, we,
2: we, only because it's you, like, you know, you um, kind of got a bit oh, of an... no. Huh? Just,
1: I
3: think maybe for, uh, for Dern's protection, maybe don't.
2: Um, oh, yeah, sorry, I, no, I, I wouldn't
3: worry about, about,
0: about it I'm, I can pretty much take care of myself um, and yeah, he kind of he I'm, points I'm... towards the, the massive sword that hangs over and you've seen him fight um, mm. and like you know that this this individual there's more to him than meets the eye um, for sure so he's not too worried about anyone giving him any trouble and um,
3: yeah, I wouldn't want anyone like I'd like I'd like him to be ignorant enough that nobody would be interrogating him. Cool. I know he could probably That's take it, but um, I don't want him to have to.
2: Cool. Oh, no, I understand that? Sorry, Luke. Yeah, yeah, we're just going on a trip, like you know, seeing a couple of other cities, but we'll be back. This is the best one. Um, <laughs>
0: well, I do appreciate that. <laughs> um, and he, you know, he. he he agrees to hold on to your rooms for a day or two, giving the impression that you're still there. And will be uh, anyone that asks tells him that you're still in the city, uh, so on and so forth. That's not a problem. Um, the next day he arrives. I mean, like, yeah, go on.
2: I was going to say to him, so did you ever, did you ever like uh, start out trying to get that the dead troll we took out put up on one of the walls? I say that'd be deadly. My friend,
0: if I did that for every single combatant that came up through that thing. I wouldn't have any space on the walls at all.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose you yeah. There's not much space. I don't know, just would have been nice to see it, something to talk about to people. But yeah, no, you're right.
0: Yeah, he just strokes his mustache and is just like No, I, I I don't think I'd ever want to mount anything here. I like the decor in here as it is, for sure.
2: Well, <laughs> no, it is lovely as it is.
0: Uh um, right. Well, good night. Uh, and I will see you whenever you return, My good friends I oh, will definitely be back um, You put your heads down for the night You wake the next following morning You get your wake up call at 5.30 And it's like the crack of dawn um, mm-hmm. There is a small bit of sunlight Peeking up over the horizon As you make your way out of the yawning portal Your pack's full with everything you needed To bring with you um, Your new, Your new old cloaks Wrapped around you to keep yourself disguised um, give me everyone. Give me a perception check as you leave uh, the Oni portal. Okay. Yeah. Eight. Okay. Sixteen.
3: 19. Okay.
0: Um, the, the combined perception of all three of you—you you, you don't spot anyone. Um, kind of this hour of the morning, there's very few people on the streets. A few people doing the walk of shame from the night before, but not that many.
4: It's not a walk of shame, it's a stride of pride. Okay.
0: <laughs> I don't know if last
3: Sunday change of flat tire in party closed in a bougie car park. So you,
0: you head out and you take the forty forty minutes or so to make your way from the awning Portal to the north northeastern gate. Um, the high road is stretched before you heading northwards toward Neverwinter two week journey ahead of you you step out and you see the caravans of 20 or so um, wagons all mm-hmm. kind of in a line or grouped together with a bunch of bleary eyed sleepy merchants making their way around them making double checking everything is packed checking their horses uh, and you know some people bundling small still sleeping children into the back of these wagons you get the sense that this is very much not your world it's uh, the three of you uh, like Grey, you're well travelled Lopan, not so much Zilzara, you've done a bit but like everything seems alien to you to a degree Mm -hmm. but this is an interesting predicament you find yourselves in amongst regular merchants, everyday working people Uh, that wouldn't be ones like yourselves that would seek out the world of adventure and fortune yeah um,
4: We're with the normal plebs.
0: Yeah. Um. You see one man, uh, broader and bigger, a barrel-chested, uh, a massive black beard that's streaked with grey, um, thick black hair slicked back. As he's standing there with a mug, a tankard of coffee in his hand, or some form of dark liquid that's, um, you know, steaming off hot, and he's sipping on it as he pervades the whole setup. And he kind of sees the three of you off to one side and gives you a nod and a, a kind of a gesture. Uh, and you kind of get the impression that this guy is the head of the overall merchants that are travelling. Uh, a few people are coming up to him, showing him checklists, he's giving them the nod and pointing at them and marking things and signing things and two guards come over and he kind of gives gives them a small pouch of coin you see it exchange hands and then he starts to make his way over to the three of you
4: Okay yeah. good because we need to ask him which, car- which carriage is ours right?
0: Is it? Uh, good morning. Um, I take it you are three travelers that will be joining us for the trek to Neverwinter.
3: Yeah, that's it. That's us. Yeah.
0: My name is Zahn. Zahn Blackhood. I am the head of the merchants um, as it is. And he kind of gestures with the mug uh, towards the group. I will... Uh, be needing that sign of authority that you have been given.
4: I'm going to take out and hand him, is it the, I presume it's the crest thingy that he wants. Yeah, yeah.
0: He sees you kind of, and he kind of just puts his hand out. Very good. Mm. This confirms your, uh, confirms your, uh, who you are basically for me. Um, I am a simple merchant, but I'm willing to help the guard. As best I can, particularly Captain Nuts. He saved my daughter once, many moons ago. And he tells me you are in need of help, and I will gladly give it. You are to travel with Darien over there, and he points over uh, to a, a kind of a spindly-looking man who is up on already up on his wagon, kind of sitting there, and other holding obviously holding a cup of coffee in his hand as well. Uh, Reigns in the other hand He's kind of looking out over the morning purveying. He seems to be alone um, But he has mm. a large wagon um, Darien is a, a simple man um, But has room for you in his uh, wagon uh, A lone merchant No family so It'll be good company for him And lodgings for yourselves Along this journey We will be taking the main high road Not deviating from it In any way Uh there will be guard posts along, patrols, so we should be safe. But I am told, you. And he looks over the tree of you and then stops and sees Lopan because he's he's quite a big man, um, and he's towering over Lopan, looking down, and he kind of puzzled puzzled look on his face. Says, "I've been told you can take care of yourselves."
2: Well, I'm definitely good at taking things anyway. But yeah, we can. Yeah. Uh, on a side note, any of that spare? At the um,
0: coffee, and he kind of gestures over at the, the, the second to last wagon where you see uh two women, matronly looking um, and uh, one with a, a kid kind of rested on her hip, and they're doling out breakfast foods and coffee to a lot of the merchants. Um, you can get some from Phyllis over there. Um, and just
2: Phyllis, <laughs> uh, a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Lopan's heard everything he needs. <laughs> <to do. laughs> He'll hop off. And, and as Lopan was-
0: leaves. He turns to the rest. He's like, "Um, is can I ask?" He said he's good at taking things. He's not going to
3: keep. He's reformed. He's reformed. He's got. He's. He's. You know. He's got a. He had a learning yeah. curve in his life, but uh, since he's been in our squad. Uh, he will acknowledge the challenges he faces but he doesn't act on his instincts so much but he is handy you can trust him mm-hmm.
0: i will ask you to keep an eye on your friend i do not want any trouble on this journey
4: oh i i i i don't expect you or any of our fellow travelers will have trouble from lopan um and as gray said there he's he's handy Um, I I expect that if we encounter any trouble um, Lopan will be straight in there to get his fair share um, and ward it off
0: well that is comforting well if you will permit me I must go and see to everything being right and ready for the journey we leave in about and he looks up and looks at the horizon looks at where the sun is now kind of coming up over uh, the horizon And uh, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: we've lost Kim, but she'll be back.
3: No, I'm here. I'll be Um, back.
0: um, We leave in about fifteen minutes or so. Uh, Please prepare yourselves, get what sustenance you need, and get settled in. It is a long journey ahead of us. And he kind of Mm -hmm. nods and totters off back to dealing with the people that are waiting to speak to him about certain things to do with the, the caravan itself. Um. Lopan is over by Phyllis getting himself a cup of coffee
4: and she's over, oh dearie oh, you are a little one (laughs) can I help you love? I'm going to turn around and follow Lopan to to where the the really nice smelling coffee is because Zilzara is not a morning person, like, you know, she's not an any time of the day kind of person but particularly morning, she's like fuck this nonsense
2: (laughs) 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 Um, Uh, Lopan will be like yeah, like I heard, there was uh, coffee—the good kind, the free kind. So, uh, wouldn't mind a bit of that. That's all right. Um, kind of course, yeah. You
0: know, um, yeah, I mean, no problem. And she kind of gets there's There's a mad, there's a huge cafeteria, kind like a, a kind of a, a, a burko thing, sitting on the back of the the, the, the the cart. And she just gets a little wooden cup and just pours you a, a, a drop of coffee.
2: and there's milk and sugar there, love, if you want it. You help yourself. Uh, no, no, I like it black, as dark as me. I'm only messing with you. I like to just make jokes. It's fine. Uh, yeah, a little bit of milk, actually, because uh, this is a bit too hot.
0: <laughs> and she just gives you a little drop of milk in there, and you see it, sort she swirls it around for you.
2: bro help yourself to, uh, there's pastries and fruits at the bottom end, and uh,
0: we'll get on the way soon, so we're going to be packing up. So, you know, look after yourself, love. And she, she then sees the two of you approach, and kind of, you see this kind of, like, smiling, happy-go-lucky woman who's just, you know, welcoming you towards her cart of fare.
3: Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i follow them too and i'm gonna uh get a wee bit of coffee and uh, take one uh, pastry and then head over to meet darian yeah okay.
0: um you all kind of if you make your way over towards darian he's just like yeah. he's he's a middle-aged man kind of gaunt face he, he looks like he's very much chewing on his gums rather than clicking his teeth he's just like definitely like seen a lot of hardship it's a rough craggy looking uh, complexion crow's feet the works um, uh, kind of a chin-strap beard and a, a, a kind of a wide-brimmed hat as he's just sitting there like just sitting on his coffee and you approach he's like hey
3: hi Darren where your where your traveling van is we're pretty quiet so that should be good yeah unless' In which case that should also be good yeah
4: (laughs) wow chatty isn't he
3: (laughs) yeah like you it'll be great (laughs) he might be just a little bit tired he
2: might might need to get finish his coffee you know some people need around two or three days to form words
4: i presume there's so we're um Darian is sitting there. Is like a seat. Is there a seat beside him yeah. on the wagon? And then there's the the, the back. It, there's obviously. the main
0: body. So it's a it's the typical yeah. you know wanderly wagon type thing. It's got it's, yeah. a, it's a tarp covered wagon. And as you kind of look in yeah. the angles, you're looking at him. You can see into the Watch wagon. wagon. There's there's boxes uh, of different descriptions. Um, there's there seems to be um, farming equipment as well. The the seat beside him is empty. Um, his cart has been pulled by two. Not like. Pristine horses. These are, and they're not nags, but they've definitely seen Gosh. better days. Mm, um, but this man harsh. seems to be. It's like he's part of this. This is his. He's basically ingrained into this wagon, and he's just sitting there quietly, just like sipping on the coffee, nodding along to anything you're saying to him. Just,
4: you know, every now and going, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. this.
3: I love this already. This uh, is my traveling companion.
4: So. Dibs not sitting beside Darian, and I'm gonna make my way to the the back of the the wagon and climb in and find somewhere comfy to, you know, throw my feet up and chill the fuck out.
0: Yeah, you find it's 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 cozy enough actually, and it's it's well insulated. Um, These wagons are used for a lot of travel, so they're looked after, and this one is old but well kept. And Mm. as you throw your equipment down, you get yourself ready. you, You do find a comfy little area that's bedded and available. For you to kind of lay out your shit and get, and there's plenty of room for everyone. While there's equipment back here, it's not taking up the entire space. Yeah.
3: Okay. So I just want to point out that Wayne has put us on a wagon containing hose, and I'm not going to make any jokes, <laughs> <laughs> any at all. So um I get into the, I get into, I give Jerry a nod. I get into the back as well and put down my my uh, backpack um which doesn't take up too much space and i'm just gonna see is there like a comfy spot to kind of sit in i don't doubt i will end up out the front um um with my loot at some point uh trying to be uh low-key but also changing darian's whole life with my music but i'm not gonna do it straight away
2: i'm gonna sit up the front i'm gonna because i don't Uh-oh. have space so i'm gonna <laughs> hop up not hopefully spilling a drop of me coffee with half the the Danish in me hand, sit right close to him, looking up, staring for a couple of seconds, and it's like, so, what's it like being a merchant? He
0: kind of slowly turns his head towards you as you're sitting next to him, and he kind of looks you up and down,
2: and he goes, it's (laughs) alright. I like that. I think we're going to get on, like, brilliantly, like, You get attacked much. I heard like this happens all the time with merchants that like you know you know like they're like magnets when it comes to bandits. Have you been through any? You look like that you've you've had a a story or two that you're dying to tell and like you know you're afraid to like you know tell someone. You see
0: Darian kind of looks over in the direction of where Zarin was standing and Zarin is there mingling with the uh, the last group of merchants that are hitting off their checklists and you hear at the Top of the of the uh, of the kind of caravan of wagons, and like that they, they start to move and slowly but surely there's a jerking motion, and Darian just kind of like lets out a,
3: and me lads, he's killing uh, me, uh,
0: and the the wagons all hit the road slowly but surely pulling out of water deep, hitting the high road as, Lopan's voice dissipates into the ether of the morning sun <laughs> as it rises into the air, and you start your two week trek to the city of Neverwinter heading towards a job you know nothing about and that Mm -hmm. is where we're gonna take our break folks Um, Uh, we're gonna take a break um and we'll be back gonna get some food and be back and we'll talk about our giveaways and remind you about the discount code from dakota irish uh uh the giveaway from double city comics so uh until the next half folks we will talk to you in a minute Welcome back, folks. Uh, we're here for part two of episode one of Sorcery and Shenanigans, the new campaign. We're going to kick it off with our giveaway from Dublin City Comics. Uh, thank you so much, folks. Uh, go check them out at DublinCityComics.ie. Um, they are, have graciously given us a copy of the Dungeons & Dragons Fells 5 graphic novel. It's a tome. Ooh. It's a tome. It's a beast oh, that's, of a book. that's nice and thick. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you know, could, you could kill somebody with this. Um, it's, <laughs> but you shouldn't. But you shouldn't. Um, you but no, shouldn't. it's, it's a beautiful, rainy, beautiful, you? beautiful tome. That's uh, yours if you can answer uh, the simple question of what are the ruling, what are the ruling, what's the ruling body of the city of Waterdeep called? What is the ruling body of the city of Waterdeep called? So answers below in the comments and then share the video on social media, be it Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever, and tag the Irish podcast. Um and uh, once you do that, you're given a chance to win this and we will post it out to you, no problem whatsoever. We will announce the winner on the next episode. Uh so that's our giveaway for Dublin City Comics. Uh thank you so much folks. Go check them out, DublinCityComics.ie. Great bunch of folks. Uh, always supporting what we do and we always support them. Um and don't forget we have another sponsor in Dakota Irish, and the details are below now, popping up on screen of their giveaway. Sorry, not their giveaway, their discount code. And you can check them out at DakotaIrish.com com is their website so it's dakotairish.com they have amazing dice sets dice trays and uh, they've got official D merch now yeah D- darren's holding up one like we all have oh, their yeah. dice like there's my own oh, too. you know i mean or we use the and, the- and their trays like we 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 have all yeah. like i think we all use the dice.
4: they even have edible dice Which is lots of fun.
3: They do.
0: I think I actually have. Jill sent me a pack of those ages ago, and I haven't actually eaten them. I've kept them. I don't know. I just, and I definitely probably wouldn't eat them now because it's been over. I'd eat
4: them. (laughs) (laughs) I'd absolutely
0: eat them. I've had them for about two years. So, I mean, like, I don't know, maybe. (laughs)
4: Um, There's red wine flavored ones that are quite nice.
0: um
4: And Prosecco ones and blue flavor because I'm not entirely sure what blue is, but what flavor the blue is. But you know the way that blue flavor. (laughs) They're the ones you sent me.
0: I got the blue ones. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um. But uh, what was I going to say? To his uh. Sorry, turn up my air filter. Um. So that is the giveaway for the Comics. I'm going to put that over there, nice and safe. There you go. And also check out DakotaIrish.com. Uh, thank you to both of our sponsors. Um, you will also get the the discount code again is just appearing below me here for Dakota Irish. They do like I said, dice sets, dice trays, the official D and D merchandise. They've got a uh, new fantasy action, I think it's fantasy figures or figurines. They've got a, a plethora of new stuff. So hundred percent, check them out. They're a fantastic group of people. An Irish-owned company, um, so fully support them. Uh, and like you know, start your dice addiction or continue your dice addiction with them because they've continue. got some beautiful <laughs> things. And they have sets that go from next to nothing to really, really high-end dice sets as well, depending on what your things like. The, this beautiful set that I have here, another one set that I have, it's um. It's kind of... It's got oh, this, they're the
4: gold version of mine, aren't they? Yeah,
0: yeah. They're metal. They're nice and chunky. Yeah. They, you know, they're, they're very reasonable. So, highly recommend checking them out. Um, yeah. So, without further ado, we're going to continue on with our story. Our group of adventurers have made their way uh, with a, a caravan of merchants travelling from the city of Waterdeep northwards to the city of Neverwinter. Um, under the guise of getting away from... What is supposedly an, assi- an, att- an, att- an assa- attempted assassination that is coming for them from the one of the, the thieves' guilds within Waterdeep? Uh, hiding away in a merchant's carriage with the merchant Darien, uh, a very monosyllabic, non commutative individual. Mm-hmm. Over two weeks, you have made your way north. The weather getting colder, uh, more wintry, even though it's spring and there is a, a you know, a, the days are slightly longer. Heading towards Neverwinter, even though the name would suggest you otherwise, the weather starts yeah. to get a bit colder. Um, yeah, I both fer- Further up the Sword Coast than Waterdeep, um, still Neverwinter is a renowned place of mystery. Uh, many adventurers have traveled there, seeking their fortune. Heading past, passing through, heading northwards towards Icewind Dale, but you're heading there under the guise of merchants, taking along two weeks to travel up <coughs> to ten days at least. Um, it's a uneventful trip. You get to know some of your people you're traveling with as you make camp each night. The Zarin uh Blackhood, who is the leader of the group, seems to be a, a merry gentleman, even though his kind of gruff demeanor. He he welcomes you in, and you all feel by the end of it that you've some of at least at least you know Gray with the you know with his outwardly persona and the 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 jovial way he goes about life. You, you get to, you know, ply your wares as a bard and you find yourself, you know, plucking your loot every night at the campfire.
4: Um, Excuse me? Plucking as what? Plucking. Your
0: <laughs> plucking your loot.
3: Plucking your loot. Phrasing. Phrasing. And, Are we not doing
4: phrasing
3: now? Uh, uh,
0: Always. <clears throat> and it's, it, it be, you fall into a routine. You can't help it, but you fall into a routine. Now, you can each choose how you want to spend these couple of weeks uh with this cr- troop uh how you is want if you want to interact with them heavily if you want to you know get to know them if you don't it's really your call what i will ask as we make the trip i'm going to get you to do a couple of roles here yeah so yep. we're halfway through the first 10 day and it's been you know Darius is a pretty non commutative he's not really talking he's just grunting every now and again as much as you engage him but the road Is the high road that you're taking. It's literally the highest. The main road. The main thoroughfare. Between the two major cities. There are. Regular patrols from guards. uh, That are stationed at outposts along the way. But there are moments. Where. It's just. Landscape. You can see the coast. Off to your left side. You can see the ocean. uh, Stretching out. the The Sea of Swords. Stretching out. Before you. And then there's the odd. Foresty area. Rocky area. That you have that fear. Of you know. Will there be an ambush? So I'm gonna get you to do some rolls for me. I need you to do uh, as a group. First, I want you all to do a survival check for me. Okay.
3: Bam. Ooh, that's twenty three for Gray. Nice.
4: Four for Zilzara.
3: Uh, oh, Dean. Hello.
2: hello, Pam.
4: Okay. Okay. Um, so second. You're all
0: rolling these on D D Beyond. Yep. Yeah?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool, cool, cool. yeah. I have to refresh this because they're not coming up fully for me. But anyway, so uh, Zilzara, you're finding the journey a bit rocky. Um, you're 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 stuck here in the back of this wagon, and you're like, "Fuck this shit." You're not. You're just. You you wake up on the wrong side of your sleeping bag one of the mornings, and you're just not ready for any of it, and you're just not into it. And the cheery disposition of Gray and Lopan, who are quite, you know, jovial for the most part and again you question why you're stuck with these two because
4: i'm, I'm in such a bad mood that they're irritating me to, to to quote a friend of ours not into it not into it at all
3: <laughs> mutants, <laughs> mutants. <laughs> literally <laughs>
2: oh i like the sound of that word i'm gonna use
0: it yeah so um (laughs) you wake up one of the mornings and as breakfast has been passed by phyllis as she walks slowly along beside each wagon and she comes to the end of your uh kind of the back end of the the wagon that you're riding in uh, and she sticks her head around the tarp she's like morning dearies um and she hands in like three mugs of coffee that you're getting used to now at this stage and uh some pastries and some fruit simple affair, nothing, nothing too fancy, but like good sustenance and good, you know, road food. Mm-hmm. But you just are pissed off with just your situation. Um, While the other two are loving life. <clears throat> They're just seem to have taken to this r- life on the road really easily without any issue whatsoever. Um
4: Go on. So every, every time I turn, can't sleep not loving this this constant jolting um i swear to god if this if this journey doesn't end soon i might stab something uh i'm i'm sick of looking at pastries and fruit um even the coffee well i guess i guess the coffee's all right like it'll do it's at least you know getting rid of the daily headache that i have just from this nonsense
0: this is literally four days into your journey you've got another like oh i know (laughs) (laughs) um give me a perception check seals perception he says Mm, what's he up to uh 18 18 yeah um As you're kind of grumping, griping about the situation, kind of hanging off the back of the cart, grumping's fair. Grumping, yeah, (laughs) drinking, drinking your cup of coffee and just looking out at the morning air, and it's a clear enough morning. You're kind of coming up a hill, uh, a steep, kind of steep enough hill, and the wagons are coming to a slow, kind of a slow trot. You can see above you, there's a kind of a rocky outcropping, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and within eighteen, you notice. There's a, a bit of movement up there and then nothing. And as the wagon comes up over the crest of the hill and you see where the rocky outcropping was there's nobody there. Um, But you nearly swear you saw something. A, mo- a blur Doesn't of movement. rocky
3: outcropping sound like an Irish word?
0: Rocky outcropping.
3: Yeah. It's,
4: it sounds like what?
3: An Irish word.
4: <laughs> rocky outcropping. Or
3: something um... Oh, rocky outcropping. <laughs> <laughs> you know yourself
0: you know yourself rocky outcropping like, you
3: know you? <laughs> um rocky uh how okay.
4: how how far was that uh outcropping from us?
0: Um you kind of you got within forty feet of it as it came you came up to the top of the hill and the, the wagons are moving on. Uh, there's nobody else. Like you, you can look out and there's a, a tree line about I'd say about, whew, about half a mile away, you can see the outskirts of a tree line, the kind of the edge of a forest somewhere. Because
4: I was I was very tempted to misty step up to that rocky outcropping to see what I could see, but um, if you want, it's up it's up to thirty feet away.
0: Um, I mean, you can you can definitely get close to it and then investigate if you wish. I mean, the, the wagons are moving slow enough that you'd be able to catch up with them on foot, no problem.
4: Ah, yeah. Okay, right. So I'm gonna uh... Misty step up onto the rocky outcropping. <laughs> um, <coughs> and um, I'll roll investigate to see if I can see anything more. Hang yeah. on. No bother. Yeah, no she can't, because that's an eight.
0: An eight. Um, you kind of you just, you both watch as Azil Brazara just bamps from the back end of the carriage and then appears... Thirty feet away, and then makes her way up towards where this these rocks and, and rubble is, um, and looks around. And Zanzara, as you see there, you, there's been they've been disturbed recently, and mm-hmm. you see a, a small smattering of footprints, boot prints in the dirt. Can't tell what they are. Not really. No, They're no. Just, there's bootprints, and then they Ish. seem to lead away and then vanish, like they go off about ten feet, and then mm-hmm. nothing, as if they just whoever was just took off and flew away but there's nothing else there um Hmm. and you can't find anything else in the general area
4: okay i'm gonna make my way down off that outcropping and kind of catch up with the wagons on foot yep um um you
0: make your way down kind of start walking alongside of the wagon and there doesn't seem to be anything else. Nothing really disturbs you on your walk, and you don't see anything. You don't catch anything in, in your peripheral peripheral as you make the journey. And the journey today continues on, and there's no really, any, there's nothing else that happens. You don't see anything else that catches your eye as the day progresses. And and after a couple of days travel, you seem to forget about it. And there's not okay. much else. We're now into the second ten day of this, and you're you're there's a good distance now. You're about the halfway mark between. Water deep in Neverwinter. Um and it's it's coming close to the end of the of this evening. You're all just after having a bit of a meal and you're doing whatever you want to do, wherever you want to do it. There's been the campfire. Um you can be hanging out wherever you just want to hang out. And it gets to the point where Zaren is like telling a couple of stories to a couple of kids that are then they're sent off to bed and he not too long after this is like he turns around and like I think I'll um I think I'll turn in myself. And he kind of tosses the rest of his drink into the, the campfire that kind of blazes up a bit, and makes his way back to his cabin, um, leaving whoever's around left. So you can be doing whatever you want here at this point. You can be in the group together. You can be sitting. So you can tell me where you are. In this.
3: I'm at the campfire. I'm working out a song. I'm, I'm I'm working on a song about our adventures. So I'm just picking and and uh, composing.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah. Low would have been. Like listening to the story, and even if it's, it's probably a story to like you know scare the kids and like make them not leave the wagons for safety. But Man <laughs> has been listening to it so much that as everyone leaves, he's kind of a little bit scared, kind of going, oh man, like I didn't know that was out there too. Oh, bollocks! Ah, oh, you're I'll the, over the I wander over to Gray with me with me coffee and just kind of like, like I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, is not there I it not sit with you? Mm. Nighttime coffee. Nighttime coffee. <laughs> I always have to be awake. Um. Oh. Uh, Gray, I, I know you're doing your 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 song and whatnot, but is all right if we sit with you? Um, I'm not scared or anything. Just uh, just you know, it's good to sit with someone at night time.
3: Ah, uh, sure, sure, You can sit down there. i I've, I've. I mean, I think I heard you say a word I don't know. Was it a, a, a uh, What was it? A fear? Is that what you said? Um, I don't know half the time. Sorry, I'm, I'm
2: just, do you just trying to remember that creature? He didn't say the name of it, but apparently he had six legs and like two heads and like big jaws. So, uh, yeah, just, um... yeah, sure. Even I know mean, they attack yeah. caravans. Like...
3: Yeah. You can let me know what you think of your portrayal in the ballad. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, how was it getting it? Are you? So is this about us? Yeah. Uh, you're in the third verse so far. You, you're you in the third verse is your entrance, but it's pretty explosive. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I promise not to tease further adventures, but I promise it will be heard in the course of this campaign. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nice. Taking this bird uh, roll to heart, big time.
2: Reminds me, I must, I must try Thanks. and get some of those explode, exploding crossbow bolts. I used to have lightning ones back in the day, but... Uh, I used them all. Oh yeah? Yeah, yeah. That's long story, to but um, like you know, I'm, I'm it's probably better off, like, because when I used to fire the damn like the damn things, like my fur used to be, you know, fluff out for ages, like, you know, so it's probably better. I don't use that. Actually, maybe not the explosive ones either, because that might burn me. I don't know. Oh well. But but if you've got it in there, like deadly, it will probably sound better than it looks.
3: Yeah. Well, unfortunately it's, it's all just, it's all just what I've seen, uh, from, from our, uh, our interactions together. So, um, I mean, I'm sure I could add color. I mean, it's a ballot, so it should have what 30, 35 verses. I, I'm not, I think that's,
2: that's the minimum we think. Like, yeah. I
3: think, I think you're right.
2: So, Zara, what do yeah. you
0: do at this point?
2: So
4: I am um, Z is, is sitting out by the fire cross-legged and um she has a bit of cloth on the ground and she has her two daggers and her crossbow out. So she's and her sharpening stone. So she is she has been sharpening her daggers and cleaning her her quite pristine looking crossbow because she rarely fucking uses it. But again, it's the she's trying to focus on something that's uh, a straightforward task because she's pissed off at everything else um, and also it adds to her don't fuck with me nonsense that she she likes to give off
0: a small, you notice as you're doing this, you're sitting there by yourself doing all this and there's, everyone's kind of giving you a wide berth Yep, but you that was up, the intention you look up yeah. and there is a small girl about five, six feet away from you, just Kind of peeking around the cart a wheel of one of the carts, looking at you as you clean your weapons. And she's just gingerly sticking her head out. And you just see the, the pigtailed head as it just pokes out looking at you. And when she catches you looking at her, she kind of ducks back in again.
3: Wayne, can I stick something in here for Fred Fletch? Yeah, sure. <laughs> she turns around to Cesara and goes, Did God paint you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh Jesus Christ
3: oh wow <laughs> I had to I had to I'm so sorry <coughs> <laughs> um, oh wow yeah. she doesn't say
0: that
3: that's not happening she's
0: saying very little she's just kind of sticking her head out and then quite you just hear the squeak as she gets caught looking at you um
4: as pissed off as he is um she's she's going to ignore the kid for the moment um cuz she's like doesn't really know how to deal with small people yeah. Um, <coughs> but yeah okay she's going to she's going to put the head back down and and uh and keep cleaning
2: and the, sharpening
0: the kid the kid sticks her head out once or twice and anytime you look up she just seems to dart away and then after a while then you see her mother come along she's like come on come on off you go, off you go and she just carries the kid off the bed like and she kind of the mother just kind of looks over in your general direction and gives you a weak nod. Uh, she takes her kid away. Um, you're sitting there f- by yourself for a couple of minutes and you look down at your blanket uh, where your daggers and everything is laid out. and just crawling across your whetstone where you sharpen your blades, you see a small black spider just creep across and then scurry yeah. right? Into the grass, mm-hmm. you just see a small black spider just scurry across, and then it disappears. Uh, like you, as you're watching it, it just sc- scurries across your whetstone, drops down, and it scurries away into the grass and is gone. Um, you get a slight chill from just the side of it,
4: but that's right. pretty much it. Uh, and it's it's just the one spider. There's there's nothing to Give indicate. Me a perception check. A perception check. Of course. Um, well been rolling real well on these so far not 10 10 um you kind of
3: What's up your dice today
0: yeah <laughs> uh, you your okay. eyes your eyes start to dart around and you're kind of looking and you're like hang on a second um you don't see any any other insects or spiders or anything at all so you can, but it's just that one spider and it kind of like, okay just we're out we're out in nature you know it is what it is yeah but um you don't see anything else um okay. The rest of the do camp I Go do i see her
3: reacting do i see her reacting
0: Wayne? well you're off by the campfire and was kind of yeah. a take it you're off by the are you off by the wagon by darian's wagon
4: no no i, I said, said i was at the campfire oh, Where are you
0: okay sorry yes yeah look yeah you'll see uh, zilzara there if you want to see if you can you notice that reaction or anything okay. give me give me your perception check
3: okay i gotta be nice. yay uh, wow. <laughs> sorry you were just don't use D D beyond. If you use the virtual guys, B is twenty. Yeah. So uh, I got
0: twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah. You you see this? Her. You see the interaction with the kid. You see the whole thing uh, over time yep. as you're sitting there, kind of plucking away, chatting with, with uh, Lopan, and you can see everything. You take it all in. You're extremely perceptive as an individual because as a you've bar, seen everything. You, you've you, seen you, it you all. Just, it's too late. <laughs> you've seen everything, um, <laughs> and, and and you can see like. Zilzara looking down at her accoutrements of of blades and of different things, and yeah. and you kind <clears> of <throat> see that like it's like that, it's if somebody's walking over her grave, and then she just kind of shudders a bit and then settles back into doing what she's doing. You see that happen.
3: Okay. Uh, hey Zil, what gives? You seem to get a touch of the heebie-jeebies.
4: Mm. I just have a um complicated relationship with spiders.
3: Yeah, so I don't wanna I don't wanna start anything and shut me up if this is like not appropriate, but what what is the what is the drow spider thing? I don't know a lot of drow. I met a lot of people, but I don't know them well.
4: Uh so mm. So I haven't, I haven't divulged this information, obviously in the six months that we've been together. No. No, she keeps her cards close to her chest. (laughs) Um, uh, Okay, so, um, well, um, I just saw a rather large-ish spider um, make its way across my equipment um and it reminded me of um the history that um my people have um in terms of most of uh, most of the, the drow that you would encounter <laughs> have a very bad rap um also they tend to be followers of loth which is a, a spider goddess
3: yeah yeah i have heard about that and so how did you not be that
4: i'd rather not get into it right now
3: that's okay that's okay
4: like it's a bit personal and a bit embarrassing you know
3: (sighs) okay oh that's look so that's totally fine i got another question and again show me up if this is not appropriate but can um can spiders be spies uh that
4: sized one i don't believe so
3: okay all right i'm just a little just a little uh you're a little
4: curious
3: huh yeah i hope nothing happens to me due to that (laughs) 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 so i i yeah sure uh uh you're okay now I mean, you're always okay, but are you are you okay now?
4: Yeah, I guess I'm fine. I'll get over it, like.
3: What do you think of your portrayal in the song? <laughs> um, yeah, I need some work. Okay, I'll work on it. You got any notes? I know, I know. If you have any, any notes, I'm more than willing to take them. Not about chords, because I can. I got claws, so I have to. You know, I'm, I can't play. Like bar chords and stuff, but uh, if you have, you know, just the words, just the story, yeah, okay. yeah. Do you like that managing? By the way, guys, like that managing oh, what? of what chords I'm going to attempt. Because
0: it's a cat, yeah,
3: because it's cat, not because I'm cat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> so the rest of the night, the merchants all start to pack up, and they everyone goes to bed, and the night travel, you know, goes on as, as normal. And eventually, you all turn in. The next couple of days go by, and you're getting closer and closer to Neverwinter, and the, the the days are getting colder, and you find yourself wrapping yourselves with your with your with your blankets. On uh, close to the end of the trip, Zarin comes up, and he's quite jovial and happy with you guys, and happy that there's been no kind of you know bad things that have happened throughout this trip. It's been a very quiet, leisurely, and like again, the high road is well guarded, so the days of, of bandits uh, robbing merchants are few and far between. Mm-hmm. Um, and the traffic is quite, you know, constant. So there's always people to and froing from all the cities, up and down the Sword mm. coast. Um, Zarin kind of rocks up to the back of the wagon and sees whoever's sitting in there and he just sticks his head in. And you can tell me where you're all sitting if you want, whether you are in the wagon at all or if you're outside or wherever you may be. Uh, would you all be in there or would you just be around or? is it morning oh, in it. it's it's kind of mid-morning it's the breakfast phyllis has gone and come and gone with breakfast and you're kind of you know it's just you're on the road as usual now you're getting used to you you're kind of gotten used to it at this stage
2: I, yeah. I, I i actually don't sit where right beside um your man i sit on one of the horses because i'm tiny so i sit on its butt just kind of yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> looking around and just doing my own little watch you know
0: Cool, cool.
2: I've gotten used to it. It was awkward at first, but now it's the best place because I get to see everything and keep an eye on things. You no, know? nice, nice. For, for a train,
4: for a change, Zilda, because it's not a, it's not a fast pace that we're going. I'm gonna walk kind of to the side of the, the wagon. Uh, actually, get some air because you know after a while the inside of the wagon equally annoys her as much as everything else. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So seeing if this, this, this. This little walk in the outside will, you know, improve her mood.
0: You you are finding uh, you are finding the the kind of the lower light here, even as the it's still springtime, but the it's gloomier as you head north. So with your sensitive dry eyes, because sunlight tends to kind of it's not it's kind of it's that typical God thing. Fuck the sun, like you know what I mean. So
4: somebody uh, turn it on. Yeah,
0: like it's, it's 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 you like this overcast kind of thing. It's you're able to walk out in the day and, and kind of get the fresh air. But Zarin kind of falls in step beside you and then sticks his head around the back and looks to see where everyone is. And he's like, you have been a, a nice addition to our troop as we have travelled. Uh, even Darian has commented on how you are nice travelling companions to have. And that kind of really? takes you
2: aback because this this dude hasn't said two fucking words to you. Yeah, um, well Lopan pipes up and he turns and he kind of Prods, prods him and goes oh, I knew it I knew it
0: I knew you liked us I knew it and Darian is just like mm-hmm. and he kind of gives Zarin a side eye and he just kind of like mm-hmm. and he just cracks the reins and the horses go just that little bit faster
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: he said we will uh, soon be within the next two cycles we'll be within the gates of Neverwinter and we will go our separate ways and I just wanted to wish you well on your travels. It is, uh, it is rare that you see such a calm journey, but nowadays there's very little problems on the road. You have, as I've said, you have been a great addition to the troop. And he turns to Grey, and I greatly appreciate your bardic musings of the evening. My stories tend to get quite tiring for a lot of the children. And you have been a jovial sort. Um, Aww. And I he's gonna. Really appreciate that. Yeah, he just gives you a nod and then moves on to the next carriage, checking in with everyone as he goes. Darion is just like, mm-hmm. you can see him mumbling under his breath as he's cracking the horses on.
2: Um, I, I turn to yeah to, to and I go, "What stories? I thought they were real. He made them up. <laughs> oh no way." <laughs>
0: <coughs> Darian just grumbles he just looks at you sideways again his usual grumbling nature Um, again the next two days pass and you see then as you get into the mid afternoon of the second day and off in the distance mist breaks off slightly as it's hanging low over the scenery and the large looming walls of Neverwinter come at the sight the caravan slowly makes its way forward even with the sight of the of your destination it doesn't pick up pace they keep going at the steady pace that they've been going at and by the late afternoon into early evening you find yourselves in front of one of the eastern gates of Neverwinter mm-hmm. the caravan starts to kind of break up slightly and Zara comes forward and presents paperwork to the guards at the front gate Who, after quick inspection of all the carriages and the goods, they barely look at you once. Um, The merchant caravan is led inside the gates, and you now find yourself saying goodbye to this merchant group, saying goodbye to Darian, to Zarin, and all the friends that you've made on this two-week journey uh, or two ten-day journey. Um, You made it pretty much on time that you expected to make it in, and you're now in a brand new city. You've been told you have to find captain arotir stormblade somewhere within uh one of the wards um and you're now by yourselves so where are the group going
4: so um how close to the so we've left obviously we've split up with the caravans um are we still close to the gate like can we inquire off one of those guards um, where <coughs> uh, we might find Captain Arriter. Um
0: Yeah, I mean, like there's, there's there's guards all around the place, um, so you could definitely okay. check it out. Um, so uh, if you want to approach one of the guards, you can.
4: Yeah, I will, because none of us have been to to Neverwinter before, so it's not like we know any of the the city, so we're going to need one of them to point <laughs> us in the right direction. Um, so I'm going to <coughs> stride over to the nearest um, guard. Um, hey, evening. Um, wondering if you might be able to help uh, me and my fellow companions.
0: He kind of gives you like he looks you up and down, and it's like it's not unusual for us to have drow in the city, but not one that's so eager to talk to guards.
4: Yeah, well, you'll find that I'm not your regular drow. Um. I am looking to locate a Captain Aratir Stormblade
0: and he kind of looks at his colleague and he's like right um, well at this time uh, and he he kind of pauses for a second his time of day um, Captain Stormblade will more than likely be found in the tavern Um, the Driftwood Tavern down by the trading port is our usual old I'd recommend trying there first
4: Okay. So down by the trading porch, I this is my first time in Neverwinter. I'd appreciate if you could actually direct us a little bit please. Not a problem. Um, Anxious to find uh, Captain Arat here this evening.
0: Well, um, and he kind of gets his bearings. You want to go down, and he points off Kind of to the left side of the street, you look and you can see like there's multiple streets heading off here at the main gate. And he points off to the far left. He's like, You follow that road down for about 20 minutes, then mm-hmm. you'll drop down. It goes hilly, it goes down uh, on a slope. Second left, and then you're into the trading area. You'll see there's going to be the star foundry, which is the large foundry of the area there. Go past that for about five, ten minutes, and the uh, you'll find the tavern. Uh, the Driftwood Tavern will be on the right hand side. Uh, A boisterous place, um, a lot of sailors, dark and moody. Um, Captain Aratir seems to find the place charming. Uh, So I heard, so that's where she tends to drink. Hmm.
4: And is, is does the tavern it's just a tavern, it's not an inn? I think they
0: have a couple of rooms, I'm not really sure. I don't really, I don't really wander around that part of town. i'm more i'm more uh, west side kind of a guy to where i'm from anyway and he kind of shakes his head a bit kind of giving you a bit more information that he wanted to give you about himself <laughs> uh, uh and he's kind of like yeah that's where you'll find her anyway um hopefully you you, you have a good night
4: and he kind of nods okay. and goes to turn back around for you okay i'm gonna turn to gray and lopan so uh do we want to head straight to find our here or would you rather us find somewhere to stay or what do you guys in your ever exuberance think
3: well we had like we had a pretty good time traveling so i mean we can both curl up and sleep anywhere so i think you should call it we'll do whatever you want to do is that right, Lopan? Pan? Yeah,
2: agree? Like I'm, 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 I'm grand. Yeah. See you now. Sorry. Um. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm good to go. Like, you know, I miss him, but like, yeah, I'm good to go. Like, I actually forgot we were coming here. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me yeah. you,
4: you, you kind of forgot why we
2: were here, or just. A, a tiny bit. Like, it, it, it's like being, you know, like I've done a few things, and there was a time where I, I used to like, you know. Only a couple of months like did did the odd like merchant protection, like forgot how much I liked it, you know. But uh
3: yeah, I'm I'm breezy, like you know. I wanna miss that coffee. <laughs> All right, well it Zill, it, it seems like we could probably get lodgings at maybe at the place where Captain Aritur is, or we can go there, look around for an inn nearby, settle in then get her.
4: I I I'm happy to make my way to talk to her to see what she has lined up for us um yeah. <laughs> and also to get our bearings of this side of town. Yeah, sure. Okay. So I vote setting off in the direction the uh, the guard had pointed us in. Okay. Let's yeah, do it. that
3: sounds good
0: so the trio you hit the road <clears throat> um and it's it's about you're talking about a half hour's walk roughly you hit the inside of the yeah. trading post the uh, trading port and you see uh on the on, as you come into it you see this massive area of production it's a huge foundry and it's the star foundry which is as you can guess as as the, the, de- the it's all shutting down for the night and you can see smelting areas and uh, kind of anvil's and the blacksmiths, a multitude of blacksmiths working around this particular area. It's a shipbuilding place, and you can't miss it. It's huge, and there's a there's that usual from shipbuilding yards. There's the usual kind of slopes and ramps that go down into the ports where they push the ships out into. And there's a couple of frames and areas been built, and you can see the the the, the group of workers are making their way out of the star uh, the star foundry and dispersing, but you then see one particular stream of of, of rowdy. Large, burly individuals. Grease-covered, sweating, uh, dirt, grimy. Uh, mixed races. You have humans, tieflings, half-orcs, uh, the odd elf here and there. Um, a couple of halflings, a lot of dwarves. And they're all kind of pushing towards what looks like a couple of pubs and bars along the seafront. The portfront. And right there, about a couple of doors over, you see a large sign that has uh, an image of, a, of, of on the actual sign itself, a large piece of wood with a sail strapped on to top of it called the Driftwood Tavern. And a lot of them are streaming in. And as they stream into this place, the door opens and, you know, boisterous noises and typical bar banter you can hear pouring out uh, and beaming light out to the street, which is now coming into nightfall. Uh, and that is the Driftwood Tavern.
4: Uh, I'm going to... Push the door open and stride in like I own the place.
0: Cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you enter in
4: and it's loud. first. Yeah.
0: <laughs> straight into the bar. purse first. Um, it's it's yeah. it's, a, it's a rowdy place. It's like full of, like the typical docklands individuals. You have sailors of all you know shapes and sizes, have pushed into port. You've got workers from the star foundry. You're here after a hard day's work, and it's loud. It's and it, you have to push through the throng of individuals who have just made it in, and off to the side, then on the left. You see a long bar with a multitude of bar staff behind it all serving um, like the thirsty workers that have just come in. You notice that a lot of the attention in the room for people that are already here is focused at the far back of this area. It's a large open area with long kind of uh, beer hall style um, tables. But the back of the area is completely cleared out. And there are what looks like wooden walls that are built in about waist height. And on the far side of those walls seems to be a sand pit of some sort. Large, square shaped. And you see people gathering around it uh, a multitude of different variations of, of individuals all kind of looking very happy and looking cheered on about what's about to happen. They, and like, There's nothing in the pit yeah. that you can see. There's a few people getting ready on the side. Um, large groups of people clumped at either end. Um, mm. More people are just ordering drinks and shouting and, um, and kind of gesturing over to that area. Um, you look and you can see one individual on a high stool area sitting there and they have a big chalkboard beside them. And they seem to be there's there's a line down the middle and there's kind of strokes and ticks under, on either side and they're handing out coin or taking coin and taking bags of coin. Somebody seems to be, They seem to be betting on something.
4: Can I or I'm going to turn to the other two and go hey, fancy taking a detour and seeing what that's about?
2: i definitely like that. That looks really interesting. Um,
3: I mean, oh pan, I'm surprised you're not kind of worried about this as as a, a furry individual. I <laughs> in general, I never like to see small pits surrounded by raucous individuals. I don't know, maybe that's just me. But I just, though, in some of the cities I was in before, I saw things similar to this and I don't like it.
2: Oh, I heard about them, don't get me wrong. I heard about, like, it's uh, <laughs> usually just fighting in it, but, you
3: know. Yeah, what
2: What do you think would be
3: in there? Don't know, one way to find out. Yeah, I think it might make my heart hurt a little bit.
0: So, yeah. So is Grey hanging wait. back or what's Grey doing?
3: He's hanging back, Gray's
0: hanging back. Okay. okay. Well,
3: I think
2: it'd be fine, Gray, because, like, you know, if, if, and I whisper this bit, if the captain of the guard is, like, here, you know, like, there's there's not going to be anything dodgy going on, like, or else, like, why the hell would we have been sent to this place, you know? So, um, I say there's a bit of banter going on, but it's like a drinking competition, but with weapons. Uh, I, uh,
3: that's nice that, you know, someone with your background would think that about, uh, the constabulary, but, um, what I've learned is all cops are also prone to dubious behavior. It's not very catchy. Gotta come up with a better version of it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, what? Maybe something like fuck the police. I, I, I mean, I, 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 don't know, but, uh, yeah, if you, uh, yeah, I just don't want to, before we, before we meet the captain i just don't want to uh see something that prompts behavior from me that makes me persona non grata to the captain so well, if you want to investigate i'll hang back here at the bar
2: you see you, you know like you're talking to me like you practically know like a lot of guards from actually being in the jail jail cell so you know like um you know but uh i'll try to i I'll, I'll, I'll try to stay out of trouble anyway. Yeah. Um,
3: no fan missed, but I really thought he was gonna say from being in the Jesus police. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, the, 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 the crowd are getting more and more worked up, and there's people now pushing back from the bar after getting their drinks and kind of crowding around. Well, it clearly looks like a fighting ring at this point. Yeah. Um, and mm. um, as you kind of make, as you you're making your way towards the ring, you go to the bar. Gray, you're going to the bar, are you? Yeah. Okay.
4: Hey, um, Gray, get me a wine, will you? Yeah, I will.
0: So, Grey, you go and get the beverages. Uh, what are you two doing?
4: Making my way towards the, the, the cordoned off area. Okay. Yeah, to see what they're way. doing. I want to know what they're fucking. What's fighting?
0: Lopan, you're having a hard time pushing through this crowd because like, you're up to the ankles of most of them and it's quite busy in here. Um, if I
2: have to, I'll jump on top of them and jump from shoulder to shoulder if it's.
0: Um, yeah, give me an acrobatics check, please.
2: Okay like now. that'll be uh 18 yeah you just nice.
0: you hop up onto a table then start bouncing across some of the shoulders of the patrons in this place they're like what the as they feel like they, they, they're getting jostled as is because it's getting quite crowded in here and you tend to hop 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 and you land in front there's a kind of a table that's laid out in front of the fight ring you've got literally front row seats to whatever's happening here and you land down. And Zildara, you rock up behind. As you push your way through, you rock up behind Lopan as he lands. And you both look up. And you see uh, two groups start to enter. There's doors on either side of this fighting ring. Um, and you get you have a really good view here at this point. And the two doors on either end open up. And a small group of individuals come in. And one small goblin runs in. And uh, is a stool in the center of the ring. And he hops up on the middle of the stool. And just has a little kind of like cone megaphone. And he just starts to shout, all
3: right, all right, everybody, everybody, calm down, calm down.
0: All right, I know you're all bloodthirsty bastards at this stage, and you've all got your drink in, you. But we're about to start the festivities. Oh, hang on. You can place your bets in the next two minutes before the fight starts, and we're going to get going. This is going to be a good one, folks. We're going to be a good one. We've all seen this before. We know that they can do it, and it's going to be fantastic. And he just he starts roiling up the crowd, and just screeching through his megaphone. The two groups usher in on either side and you see um, kind of a a large human male, um, bald, uh, no beard, just kind of cuts all over his face, covered in tattoos, full on. This dude is a a full on seafaring individual. There's, uh, you know, tattoos of naked mermaids and shit and boats and anchors and all sorts all over his body, covered head to toe up to his neck. And then it's a gleaming bald head covered, dripping in kind of sweat at this stage. His hands are bandaged up muscles taut he's just like "Mm," and he just rocks into this into the middle of the ring and he starts doing all this and the the, the crowd off to one side where he is that are on his area his corner they're all cheering they're all cheering loudly oh my god i kind of hope his opponent is our tier. and stepping into the other side of the ring you see by herself a large female um, half-orc wearing (laughs) like wearing kind of like a a, a, one of those gym not so much two tops but like a, a, a jerkin that covers uh, her modesty up top. Her arms are bare, and um, there's cuts and marks all over them. Her arms are bandaged up at the knuckles. Um, her her hair is braided back tight uh, and kept behind her head. Um, just full on, like raring to go by herself. No, no entourage. There are a few people cheering her name, and you just hear them. "Our dear, our dear, our dear, our dear." As they just start to roil themselves up. There's about four or five of them, and as you take them in, you realise. They are off-duty city guardsmen and women as they're cheering on their captain. Uh,
4: well, I, when I realise this, I'm going to um, cast message uh, to uh, Gray because Gray's over at the bar yeah. and wants no part of this shit. So I'm going to point towards the towards Gray because I can see him, and I'm like, "Get your butt over here! The opponent is aratier, no furry beasties." okay
0: okay i'm coming so great you push your way through, don't forget like, the drinks <laughs> yeah you push your way through the, the crowd like just gonna whoop, whoop, whoop. make uh make uh, an acrobatics check oh yeah no problem
3: bro <laughs> no problem bro that's 29 what? Oh, like... what is your modifier for acrobatics <laughs> fires plus 10. plus 10. Oh Jesus. That's yeah. impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 6. Insane. Yeah.
0: Like, Quick like cat. Um, um, and you just mm-hmm. deftly weave your way through this boisterous crowd of the sweaty sailors and foundry
3: workers. Cat uh, like. Cat like even And you mm-hmm. don't cat-like.
0: spill a drop of drink and you arrive in front of of Zildara with her glass of of uh, of house wine, which is, you know, it's alright. It's house wine. Um It's a tavern like, by the docks. It's grand exactly, like. Yeah.
3: Jill on the floor of rivers that time with her drink, never spilled it, on the floor being pulled by
1: people
3: <laughs> uh,
0: year, years of years of uh, of, of expertise there uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so please. you see as Avertir steps into the ring with our small cadre of supporters and you notice as you look up at the bets that are being placed on the thing, most of the bets are for this human sailor individual who's big and looks like he's been in a fair scrap, his nose is broken and several different places and uh, he's got marks on his face and um, he looks like he's recently getting over a black eye um here, while she has scars is looking ripped and looking ready to fight and the goblin like right okay we're gonna start it bets are in all bets hold them we're gonna start it off round one i'm gonna get the hell out of here and he just kind of hops down from the stool the stool is whisked away by somebody else he jumps out and then somewhere in the far corner you hear a dull Dung. As a bell is hit. And the fight starts. Um, and the human male barrels in. Full on. Now what I'm going to do is here. I'm going to roll for both of them. So I'm going to roll for hits and stuff like that. Just to see who hits. And then after that. So the first human male goes in for a hit. And tries to get a, a quick punch in at Aratir. At the first round. Um, and, and he rolls shite. He rolled a four. And she, he swings in a dig. And she sidesteps. And then she just brings her elbow down at the top, top of his head. Yeah, that's going to hit her. That's a tr- that's a 15 and whatever modifiers. Elbow comes down, crack, on his back. And he's like, Ugh! and she just picks him up and spins him around and just goes to pummel him in the front of his head. Um, um, she, he sidesteps and her fist hits air and swipes downwards. And they just start to jostle each other, getting the measurement of, of how of, of each of the fighters are. And they kind of bounce back and forth, bounce back and forth. Start dig, swinging in digs. Um, the human male brings in his fist. He misses. Aretir sidesteps. It glances off, and she just cracks him in the side of the head. Um, that's a eleven plus one for the modifier. Yeah, no, that'll hit. then um, he, yeah, he gets damage on that one. So they just jostle back and forth like this for a couple of minutes, parrying each other's hits, getting a few digs in, kind of testing each other out. And then the the human male goes. He just really screams. Runs. Jumps in and just tries to hit her square in the head with his fist. Um, and catches and hits her. It, cl- it clocks Aratir square in the face. Her nose kind of cracks a bit, and blood starts to pour. She kind of shakes it off yeah. and-, and dances back, um, looking him in the face, uh, kind of reassessing the situation. She then runs in uh, full force straight at him and just tries to grapple him. Uh, that's yeah. That's gonna. She grabs him, and he kind of tries to resist. I'm just doing rollies at this point. One is, one is rolling off against the other with D20s, and it, it they back and forth, just pummeling at each other. And then there's a sudden break where your man stumbles and loses his footing, and Artyr catches him straight in the ribs, and you, you can hear the crack over the loud, the loud cracking sound as his ribs is collapsing over the over the shouts of the crowd. And she just Artyr presses her advantage, twists his arm around, lifts her leg straight into the knee. He goes down. She then grabs him by the back of the head... ...pulls him back... ...elbow down... ...whack... ...and just continues to pummel him... ...spins him around again... ...headbutt straight in... ...and he crumples to the ground... ...she finishes him off in a matter of seconds... ...and she's just left standing there huffing... ...she's gotten a few cuts and bruises on her face... ...but this human male didn't stand a chance... ...the crowd... ...half of them are silenced... ...while the other half are just cheering... Uh, ...on their feet... The, guard, ...the towns gathered in the corner... ...are just like... Whoa, "Oh, ...go nuts... And she's just standing there. Breathing heavily. Cashing herself over him. The goblin runs in. And tries to jump up on the stool. To grab her arm. To lift it up. But he's too short. And he can't. And she just. She just. Basically just like. Does this. And then just. Saunters back over to her corner. And. Um, and then walks around. To where. The, the bets are. And goes to the. The bookie. And just. Puts her hand up. And he drops. A large coin purse. In her hand. And she just. Grabs it. And goes back around. And starts uh, divvying it out. Between the other towns guards. So the fight over. You're all standing there. Uh, the crowd are just still cheering, still getting into it, still finding it crazy that this you know, female half-orc beat the living shit out of a well-known established fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are down in drinks. There's coin being passed back and forth between the, the bets. Um, you've all seen the fight happen. What are you all doing at this point?
4: Well, it's nice to know that our um, captain of the guard is not a mere quail pusher.
2: Mm. I definitely What's wouldn't up? want to mess with her like it was weird though because for the first couple of minutes I thought it was weird that they weren't going near the chair and then I realized it wasn't musical chairs oh. Oh, Jesus. like they, they <laughs> ha- want to have a word with that problem because it's very distraction him standing on it like you know well yeah she helped she she kicked bull like
3: no weapons what was, what? kind of makes me wonder what she needs us for
4: yeah yeah those mm. so what do you think, guys? do you wanna approach her now?
3: uh I mean I mean, I presume she's gonna like towel off or something, maybe not. Uh, I'll see if she's in conversation with her I presume colleagues, but uh if she's not we could we could go over. She's probably got a lot of adrenaline right now. I don't know whether that's good or bad.
4: She is expecting us though,
3: yeah, yeah mm. yeah. You can, yeah. Okay.
2: Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna finish my drink, then go over. Yep. Um, well, uh, you, all these guards like will uh, just wait for you guys and go which is... You can see,
0: like from where you're standing, like the, the the crowd are still boistering around the ring, and it looks like there's another fight being set up for the next couple of minutes, and they're gonna drag your man out and kind of prop him up in a corner and kind of towel him down and clean him off and give him a beer, um, and you can see that Aratir is still kind of crowded around with her, with uh, the towns guard that are there off duty. And she is now partaking in drinks and she's kind of, she is telling herself off and kind of cleaning herself up a bit. But, the, you know, she's not fully cleaned up and she's still kind of wearing the same garb, but she's kind of resting and the, the coin has been divvied out amongst everyone and stuff like that.
4: Um, and she's... So we, we can see, can, can we see what she's drinking from our vantage point? Because I'm going to buy a her a drink on, on the way from the bar... Yeah, Pass give me a perception car. check. Okay then. <laughs> uh, again, not my finest rolling this game. Ah, fuck. Okay. Three. You can't no like two, be... sorry, two. and it's a two. natural one. Yeah. You you try to
0: look and see what they're what she's drinking, but it's like it's so crowded around and people are coming over and slap trying to slap her on the back, and she's kind of a bit kind of standoffish with them, but they're congratulating. She's like, Yeah, yeah, grand, grand. Um but you can't really make out. There's there's tankards on the table, so it's you know yeah. they're all drinking something of some sort.
3: Yeah.
4: Okay. Well, I am going to finish the last of my wine, and mm-hmm. um, walk towards the bar, and um, ask the barkeep for a tankard of their finest ale, um, and then make my way over cool. um, to the gang. <coughs>
0: Um, you push your way through the crowd and you find yourself in a couple of minutes as as the, as the congratulations are the people that are congratulating Archer are dispersing, and uh, um, she looks up as you approach and sees you, um, kind of taken aback by a draw approaching with a large tankard of ale, um, and one or two of the other guards people kind of look up as well and and exchange glances. And then, Gray and Lopan are you with uh, Zazara yeah. as well? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. You you all fo- the trio of you all rocking up and uh, look like a curious sight in a place like this and. Um, she kind of has a kind of a bit of a oh, uh, as you all approach her
4: doesn't help with like these resting bitch face either so <laughs> funnily enough Aratir
0: seems to have a very similar uh, expression um, yeah
2: Ray I, I, I don't know if you know you recognise game lads <laughs> Ray did you know us? Are,
3: are, are they like kind of twins or something <laughs> <laughs> on, I, want, I want uh the clumps please i want jill playing all the roles <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um so
4: uh zilzara is going to push her way forward towards our tier, um hand out the uh the tankard of beer and uh or ale or whatever the fuck it was um <laughs> And uh, <laughs> say to Aratir, nice match.
0: And she kind of nods and takes the beer and looks at it and places it on the, the table. It's like, uh, thank you, well met. Uh, might I ask a drow, a tabaxi, and a rabbit? And she leans in. Have you made the trek from Waterdeep?
4: We have a friend in common, a Captain Lance.
0: Mm, she nods and then she picks up the tankard and just takes a drag from it. She just kind of nods and looks at It's like, cheers. Um, <clears throat> I wasn't expecting you this evening. Um,
4: yes. Seems we've caught you at leisure rather than work.
0: Um, a bit of both, actually. She kind of looks around the guards, uh, folk that are with her. Um, let me arrange a room, and we can discuss our business privately. And she kind of gestures, and one of the bar, one of the bar keeps and who nods and points up a set of stairs off to the side of the bar. And she takes the tankard and kind of throws a couple of coin back down on the table and nods to the, the guards' folk. And you see one of the, the male guards is looking up when he kind of la- raises his tankard and nods as well, a fellow half-orc um, but slimmer and smaller of stature for some reason um, she kind of like just nods and raises his tankard and Aratir makes her way and gestures for you to follow her up the stairs okay um, and she winds, you wind up the stairs and onto a, a landing out into a, a kind of a corridor and she steps into the first room on the right and holds the door open for you, the three of you to come in um, and then closes the door behind you And uh, draining her tankard and sets it down on a table inside the room, she sits uh, on a chair in a corner and gestures for you to sit on any furniture or bedding, whatever's there. Like there's a bed off in the corner, there's a, a chest of drawers, it's a very simple room, and there's another chair in the far corner as well. Um Thank you for making the journey. I know it was difficult for you, um leaving Waterdeep, I'm sure. Um not knowing why with I I knew of an assassination attempt of sorts, or Lance filled me in on parts of it, but it was a bit tight lipped Just told me and gave me your descriptions. I have need of a mercenary group for a job. Something that will keep you out of the eye of anyone in the city because it's a quiet investigation that's needed.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Um, Not too long ago, I was privy to dealing with an individual of a different plane. Someone who fancied themselves a god. And to my worry and disdain, a temple of worship has cropped up in Neverwinter. A small deity, nothing too large to worry about, but his followers is what worry me. A certain amount of people have gone missing. I hear you have the ability to find people who go missing. We spe- have
4: a very special set of skills.
0: Indeed. And this is what I require. My guardsmen are excellent at what they do, but they are there to keep the streets safe. This type of an investigation is beyond their abilities, I believe. And I can't commit the time or the resources to it. I can pay you well. Yeah, you're busy. Tonight was part of another investigation. There is something afoot in this bar that involves a fighting underground fighting ring. And I'm attempting to infiltrate that, but that is another story. Tell me, have you ever heard of Shazarat the Devourer? No, I can't
3: say
4: that I have. Can I roll a history check?
0: You can roll a history check or an arcana check if you wish. I
4: gotta roll Arcana actually.
2: I wouldn't mind doing that as well if that's
4: all right. Nine. Jesus, I need to give up using these fucking digital dice.
0: Go on, you can switch to regular yeah. dice if you want. That's okay. Uh, no,
4: I've already rolled. It's fine. <coughs> the Irish okay. You say history.
0: History or arcana. Or you? arcana. No. Yeah. I,
2: the digital dice don't uh, like me because that rolled off a 20 onto a 2. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, so no.
0: Sometimes the digital dice can betray you sometimes. They really can. Yep, Just like can. real dice can. Yeah. So, um, that's true. Great. I rolled
3: the 21. But that was after yeah, that was yeah. after I'd the king i yeah,
0: didn't no, think i did um, okay. gray you've traveled a fair bit you have traveled a I fair have. bit Do you 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 haven't really heard of this individual but Shazarat the devourer is one of the very l- limiter lower end deities that are uh, the dregs of planar deities who is not well known in these parts of the world but gray you've heard the name mentioned on whispers as you've traveled from the far east um, with a few individuals you've met, and particularly with your dealings in the past with your past life and dealing yeah. with cults, this is one of the smaller ones. And the fact that right. you're hearing this name here in, in Neverwinter, it, it, it's surprising because um, it's so far away. Well, it's it's just so small. It's 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 it's. Yeah. But why would all of a sudden it become more than what it is? Aratir kind of looks a bit as as the name as she says the name, you kind of like have a recognition in your mind going, yeah, I kind of have heard of that, but not on a huge scale. Um, This deity um, is gaining gaining following, but not a huge one. But there's too many weird circumstances happening around its followers. The temple was here in the city, but was subsequently closed down. And I heard that they had moved. To the outskirts, specifically to the northwest, northeast outside the city, in a small outcropping of tunnels and caves. The local townsfolk in a village nearby reported that their livestock were going missing. A child was taken. This came from my city, and it is traced back here, and I need it dealt with. It is a day's travel from here to the northeast. You'll be paid well, half up front for any supplies you may need, and half upon completion of just scouting out the area and seeing what you can see. And if you get into any combat with these individuals, please dispatch them. They are cultists. They are not regular people. They're not for the good of anything. What they do, they do for their own enjoyment, twisted or otherwise. I don't want it coming back here. Can this be done?
2: We're very good at uh, like tracking down people and, uh, you know, dealing with problems and, uh, I, uh, not the first time I've, have uh, dealt with a, a cult. So, uh, yeah, we'll, well, can only speak for myself but like yeah you got my help um
3: yeah i mean i would absolutely the child goes missing and we can help we will
4: yeah you're paying us i'll help very good i appreciate your
0: help and it i will keep it off the books you will be no trail people will not know to you she produces a coin purse from from her from the back of her belt and sets it on the table beside her and it looks pretty hefty um there is two hundred gold for now, another two hundred when you return um take the night's rest. the tavern here can give you rooms uh I will see to that um it worries me. I have much to deal with here, like many captains of the guards, many investigations I do not need another cult roaming the streets, abducting children I'm surprised by it, but it is what it is Well, if there's nothing else
2: I will see you upon your return Yeah, no worries, I think that's, um did this does this cult have some kind of weird symbol or anything just in case there were pamphlets that were found
0: um I will have I will have one of my uh, lieutenants drop it to your room particular fires very crude um, but it spread the word of Shazarat the devourer and uh, I, it just doesn't sit well with me there's something in the back of my mind about this cult I don't know what it is a familiarity about it I don't like it.
3: Uh huh. That's interesting. Well, if we can get get information on it and information about where we're going, then that's all
0: we need. Um, she kind of nods and stands up to leave, uh, and then turns back at the door, and she goes, "If there's anything else, you can find me in my uh, offices, the two blocks over, towards the center of the trading post uh, district." There was a lot happening in Neverwinter. A lot of, of information that is passing back and forth about everything
2: and anything. So if you require anything else, come find me. Yeah, we will. Thanks. Like it looks like a big city, so I reckon that'd be a lot of imp- information. Like you know, so mm-hmm. say it's a wrecker. But uh, we'll do our best anyway to uh, find, uh, find the find um... the. The missing child and sort out these cool members, you know
0: She kind of nods, I thank you and turns uh, and leaves the room, closing the door behind her um, You're left with the pouch of 200 gold pieces, you can add that to your inventory, divvy it out amongst yourselves, do whatever
2: um, Well, um, Lopan is, you know, old habits die hard so he's already like going over and counting out his, his gold um, he's all right. splitting it. <laughs> yeah, it's some, some that's old habits die hard. He, 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 sometimes he's like, yeah, whatever. But then sometimes he's like, forgets himself and goes over and starts counting it. Cause, um, he does he, you know, he, he, he there's, there's things in his head that he, he, he's, he wants to buy and whatnot. Like, you know, all for the yeah. aid of, um, our adventures, but, um, you know, certain, certain, uh, things doesn't want, uh, any questions asked. Okay. Um. Uh, right. after about
0: 10 minutes of being in the room together there's a knock on the door and it's one of the lieutenants from the the, 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 the half-orc male uh, who knocks he's like um, Captain Arathira has arranged for this room to be given to you uh, another bed can be brought up if needs be, um, the barkeeper can sort that uh, as it's only a single room um, and uh, anything? do you need anything for your pet? And he points at Lopan
3: Oh my god uh, no thanks. Uh, he's our colleague.
2: Oh, um, I apologize. Um, it's All I- right, man. It happens quite a lot. Um, if it was a drinking game, I'd already be locked. But uh, and I hop over to the to the. You said there was a small uh, uh, chest.
0: Yeah, chest drawers. Yeah.
2: I I hop over and, uh, up to it and I open it. It was like, nah, this would be it'd be grand. I'll put a pillow here and yeah, I'll just sleep in this.
0: Okay. He nods and closes the door behind him and pisses off. And um, you're left to your own devices then for the rest of the evening. Um, the 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 you hear another fight kick off down below. The dull thud of that bell and the cheering of the crowd, uh, muffled as you're now on the first floor of the tavern. Um, then the night is to yours to do it what you will. Um, uh,
3: I'm gonna do a little journaling and have. Two beers.
0: Okay, okay. Um, I'm you...
3: watching myself with the owl, uh, the owl glug glug.
0: glug glug. You can have to be brought to the room if you want, or you can go down and get it yourselves down at the bar. Any beverages you want you can have brought up.
4: Do, do we want to watch any more fighting?
3: Oh, uh, not my speed, but uh, you totally can. Oh,
2: uh, yeah, I don't mind watching it. It's good what you pick up and what you learn, and you get to see what those fighters can do and the mistakes they make you know so um i wouldn't mind watching it. a little bit of recon you know Then might learn a thing or two
4: i'll share a shadowy corner with you
0: so gray you left your own devices in the room journaling away working on whatever you want yeah. to work on Lopan and zilzara make their way down back down into a shadowy corner watching more fights there's bets been put on all of these fights and you can bet money if you wish um on on the fights um as they progress there's two more on docket for the even um one uh between two tieflings that are kicking the ever-living shit out of each other like ninja style flipping and twisting and just wrapping each other in knots and it's an interesting fight compared to what you saw before with arity and the human which was all brawn and just punching the crap out of each other this is more of a dance uh as they kind of whip themselves
4: around and it's like, lute, it's like luchadores it's like lutadors versus grappling wrestlers.
0: Yeah, that kind of a thing. Um and the very last fight of the evening then is two greased up gnomes who are just thrown into the pit and wrestle the living crap out of each other like full on greco like just just and they're slippery as fuck oiled up and just like and they're just they just they look feral as they go after each other. Um and like the, that's the the highest betting is done on the evening on that fight. Um, it's like the, it's it's like those different tiers it's this is the headline fight of the evening and and uh, the winner is is hoisted high for him up uh, <coughs> on the shoulders uh, of uh, of their colleagues and paraded around the ring of the winner and coin is exchanged and beer is thrown and a couple of brawls actually break out in the uh, in the tavern as well uh, it gets that boisterous and they get mm. surged on by the energy in the room but you're tucked away in your dark corner, and you do see the odd chair and
2: grease gnome getting thrown back and forth
0: uh, here and there uh, uh, as the evening goes on.
2: I, I turned around to Zilzara and um, went w- near the end of the fight, and I was just like, you know what, you don't want to get bitten by one of those gnomes. I had a friend of mine that got bitten by once, and every full moon, he turned into one, like, oh, they're vicious, like, no wonder they didn't have <laughs> many weapons. I don't know I don't... what the oiling thing's for, but it's good that they didn't get any weapons.
4: Are you telling me your friend was aware gnome?
2: Yeah, it was real awkward, like, cause he was t- he was like kind of short to begin with, and then he got even shorter. But uh yeah, like but don't the, the main thing is if you ever see a gnome with no weapons and pointy teeth, don't go near him.
4: No pointy
2: And also, like, if they're oiled up, don't go near them anyway, you know? Slippery like... little buggers. Um <laughs> And the
0: the kind of the uh, it gets really late in the evening. Then you're talking two, three in the morning, and the people are starting to pour out into the street, and the taverns closing up for the night. The fighting ring is closed up, and 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 the sand is swept back in, and any damaged furniture is piled high out in the street for the, the 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 rubbish collectors to pick up in the morning. Um, as residents, you get to stay in the bar if you wish, and then eventually make your way upstairs. But the the, the patrons start to kind of meander out, drunk, and a lot of them with. <laughs> Smashed up faces and and empty pockets.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna head to bed. Cool,
2: sleep is needed. Yeah,
0: um, you awake the following morning. Um, you've been given directions to the northeast gates of Neverwinter. Um, told that the caverns is a a rocky set of caverns up in the northeastern section, just outside the city. You've been given general directions for that. Um, is there anything you want to do first thing in the morning?
3: Uh, I'm gonna just sort my business and my spells and things but, uh, fine. Okay.
0: Um, If there's nothing else anyone wants to do, you just get up, have your breakfast, set out on the road, make your way northeast. You head out the other side of Neverwinter, the vast city disappearing slightly behind you but still visible. As you make your way up the dirt track towards your destination of these secluded caves you see a small village farming village off to the right hand side and kind of clock that that might be the one that Aratir mentioned where livestock and a small child went missing from and as these dark looming caves kind of start to open up in front of you as there kind of one vast opening in the side of a mountainside or a hillside at least that seems to lead down you stand at the precipice of the opening looking down into the murky caverns wondering what awaits you and that is where we're going to leave the first episode of Campaign Two of Sorcery and Shenanigans. Ooh. As
3: you head in, looking wait. for
0: the coat of Shazarat the Devourer. Yeah, uh, people would go know Shazar. Those cows. Huh?
3: Don't rescue
0: what? those. Cows. Yeah. <laughs> okay, folks. Yeah. Thank you so so much for uh, checking out the first episode of Campaign Two. Um, we're taking our time with this one. Um, it's it's going to be a, a fun adventure. Um, yep, and these you know these players are gonna play their hearts out, but don't forget <laughs> to check out our sponsors and don't forget our competition to win a copy of uh, Dungeons and Dragons Fell Five graphic novel from Dublin City Comics. Thank you so much, folks, for giving us this. The answer is what is the ruling class or what is the ruling
4: uh, what is the ruling body? Mean, of... The question is.
0: The question <laughs> is sorry, what is the ruling body of uh, Waterdeep? That is the question. Post the answer. Yeah. Oh God. Post your answer below. <laughs> and yeah. share the video on social media and also don't forget to check out dakotairish.com and check out the uh, crazy amount of stuff they have there use our discount code pub brawl um, which I managed to work into the end of the episode you saw pub, pub brawl so right there Yay. is the discount code that code is active for the next week so between April 10th and April 17th you can use that discount code on the dakotairish.com website and you will get a discount on any purchases you make um, so please nice. do go check them out. Thank and you nice. so much for their sponsorship. Thank you, the Dublin City Comics, for their sponsorship. Thank you. Um, thank you, the players. You beautiful, beautiful players. We're back, and hopefully yeah. in episode two we will be together in the same room. Yes. Um,
3: will not wait she was you in <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, folks! That's until yeah, I think that's how it works. Until next time, folks. Take care. Look after yourselves, and uh, thank you again Bye-bye. for watching.
1: Later. <laughs>